Welcome to the show, everybody, and I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. <laughs> you can't take that again. No. That hey, was everyone. It. Welcome to the show. That's it. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Sal. This is a show where we talk about comic books, and normally we also talk about comic movies that they come out. We're doing both today. And as an added bonus, we're going to talk about a comic book movie trailer that dropped today, one of the year's most anticipated pictures of all time. I'm talking, of course, about Sony Pictures' Craven T. Hunter. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but before we do... <laughs> Did you call him Craven T. Hunter? That's his name, right? Isn't it? His last name's Hunter, middle name T. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. I think the middle name stands for Terrence. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, before we jump into that, of course, we we usually talk about uh, reviews, recommendations, and news, things that are coming out in the world of comics or a topic of some type. Obviously, we're going to be talking about comics and movies, but before we do that, uh, Tiffany uh, surprised me with some news, some information, if you will, uh, oh, a that, rectification. That's our topic? I had a different topic. Oh, well, let's hear it. We can talk about this. Well, really quick, we'll touch upon it. Apparently, <laughs> uh, tracing is okay in the comic book industry, when I say that, of course, I'm being facetious. Uh, corners need to be cut. Deadlines need to be met. Uh, I have certainly been vocal in my disdain for use of, uh, you know, that particular method of art. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but it also is effective in its own right. I think, uh, I, I think that there's a difference. I, You know, I, I think it's all about intent, right? There's a lot of differences, right? Because there's like... People who trace just to rip off someone's artwork. Yeah. That's not okay. No. That's not okay. Uh, well, and then pass it off as their own. Because you can trace and just make your own There's a, literally a, a, a Twitter thread. If you want to go check it out, Greg Smallwood put out this huge Twitter thread talking about tracing and reference work. Yes. And Greg Smallwood, um, in... of course, the uh, soon-to-be Eisner Award-winning artist <laughs> on uh, Human Target. Yes. Um, but goes through like the, the like a history, uh, his own, like, examples of um comic book artists and other artists utilizing reference yes especially when doing um you know realistic style absolutely of, of art um and then goes on to talk a little bit about how at times he uses tracing and i couldn't help myself i called across the room but i was like hey guess what greg smallwood traces yes but i think there's a i think there's a world of effing difference there between is, and, and he does talk about that for sure that and like you know a greg land cover for the upcoming just, what if dark comic or, i uh, i always like I, I think it should be used um responsibly Possibly for certain Greg Land is not among his references, by the way. His <laughs> Surprisingly examples. enough. But only because the examples he's using are actually artists who use reference. We're talking like um Mitch Jarrods uses reference, certainly. No, I don't know if no, he came no, up with a reference. No, but... no, it was like um uh Ross and Andrew and yes, and uh the Hildebrands. Ah yes, the Hildebrands big time. Right. And uh, you know, just even artists going back even further than that. Like just just lots of different artists who've used reference, have gotten friends together, have gotten oh, yeah. like, used themselves, like take a photo of yourself to, to draw from. Oh, that. Daniel Warren Johnson uses reference when he's uh, performing. Oh, for his sure. But well. some people find that to be like cheating and like some people believe have a thought in their head where it's like, if I can't draw this just from memory, I can't, I shouldn't be doing and it. And that's not that's and not it's like, and what I don't want is for artists who might be listening to our show to be like, Oh my gosh, Sal hates Tracy. I, should never, I shouldn't do that. Shouldn't or if do I do, that. I'm letting him down in some way. First of all, but never worry about that. Go check out the Smallwood thread and, and you'll get a better understanding of how Greg uses it to like enhance his art by using it for time-saving purposes. Exactly. So, there's something there. Um, now, the thing I actually wanted to bring up, because we're always crapping on Comixology. Yes. Um, and so I wanted to not crap on them for a oh, hot sure. second. Um, just because I, I noticed something recently while I was like purchasing books in the Comixology um, app. Again, not sponsored. But never sponsored. I was, thinking, never I was sponsored. thinking of the fact that I know a lot of our reader or our, a lot of watchers don't 
necessarily use digital reading. No, they don't. Statistically speaking, most comic book readers are not digital readers. Right. But what I want to talk about briefly was the fact that most of you, many of you, I shouldn't say most of you, but many people have access to a Prime account. Absolutely. And if you have access to a Prime account, that means you have access to Prime reading. Mm. Which means, I don't know how many you get or how that really works, but as part of Prime reading, you can like get like a book and you can read it on your, like the Kindle app. Yes. Right? On your phone, whatever. That includes comics. Oh. And I, I couldn't help but notice there were like, so like a lot of the Comixology exclusive ones were part of that. Like, you know, like things that Comixology had created themselves. Yeah. But I was like, what the hell else is available? Right. For that. Like, so if you had Prime, part mm-hmm. of Prime reading, you could read Supergirl One of Tomorrow. The whole thing or just the first issue? Uh, Looks like the series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Flashpoint's on there. Makes sense. There's some Attack on Titan on there. Oh. Uh, Volume One of Sandman's on there. All-Star Superman's on there. The Authority. Yep. Uh, the first volume of Spider-Man, like yep. Amazing Spider-Man from uh, Ditko and uh, and and, and, Stan Lee, and Stan Lee, Darth Vader Volume One. Yep. There's some Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim Ultimate Spider-Man. Spider-Man Volume One. Wow. Like so, there. If you have access to this, and maybe you haven't read some of these things, like Lock and Key Volume One's on there. Right. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Use your Prime account and go to where. To I look up Prime Reading. Go, I found yeah. it through there. Um, but like honestly, I ended up like putting a filter in for like all Kindle ebooks and Comicsology Unlimited, and all the comic books came up. There like, you go. It's just it's there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could give you an opportunity to check up some manga. It could give you an opportunity to check out some indies that you haven't read before. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, it, Take advantage of it. Yeah. Like I'm just like no free comics. Yeah. That's that's and full on free comics, not especially, like oh well, here's a free first issue, then buy the rest. Yeah, no, especially because it's like it's it's the summertime people are looking for reads for the summer like summer reading you know that's like a whole stigma around the idea of that like i'm always like yeah i'm gonna read so much and then it never happens um but if you're you know short on cash like most of us are it's a great way you're for something that is either being paid for by family by like someone that you know or yourself right take advantage of it yes uh the reality is if you have like a subscription service you're paying for anything squeeze every ounce of usability out of that experience because of of course like you know we're, especially if like you're not used to reading digitally right like get it for free and try it out Mm-hmm. like maybe you're like i don't know if i've had this whole digital reading experience well it's free it won't matter it's not gonna hurt you to give it a try exactly so, then you can say definitively like i either didn't like it or i thought i wouldn't like it but it turns out i can definitely do this yeah plus it has the guided view which is always a, a fantastic way to read comics mm-hmm. so uh, but yeah worth it and that was just thing i was like you know what again we usually give them a hard time but i figured thank this you is, comics this is a pretty good one and uh hopefully some folk will take advantage of that i hope so uh this show is sponsored of course by viewers like you if you're watching the show live you can sponsor the show and never amazon or Comicsology or any other company that we Nobody shill else for us, and that's okay that's fine uh we, we, because we got we girk pectus who says sfx were so bad i honestly thought reeve was a ghost no spoilers in the chat and here we go uh anthony bergamini bergamini says i got my san diego comic-con badge hopefully i can see you there i have every expert expectation that we will see you there anthony uh because of course we will be at san diego comic-con uh next week end is apparently the garden state comic fest in uh morristown new jersey at the menin arena uh we don't have a booth nor do we have a panel uh we've never been offered one uh but we would uh consider going if you're gonna be in that area i'm gonna swing by probably one of the days oh why not you know go for it right but uh yeah uh bryce harriet says okay now that we have this the animated one and the tv show did it can i please get an adaptation that isn't just flashpoint it'd be like if we had three spider-man movies 
but only one more day. Thanks for being great, guys. I don't think the Flashpoint counts as the one more day of uh, Flash stories, but you know what? I'm not the world's biggest Flash fan, so I couldn't tell you whether or not Flashpoint should be considered like the most uh, one more day -iest. It certainly does. It's, it's a huge retcon. Uh, it's highly controversial. Uh, it's a recent story within the last like 15 years uh so yeah you know what all right i'm gonna i'm gonna change my opinion on that i think that's fair uh but yeah uh we're obviously going to be talking about the movie in a little while but for now let's talk about the comics uh very briefly because i don't like to talk about this too much but zeb wells and ed mcginnis did a Wait, uh, you read this yep amazing spider-man number 27 uh this is the like okay after all the nonsense let's get let's let's get back to basics let's tell ourselves a spider-man story this is clearly the stuff that zeb wells wants to talk about uh it's a doc ock story uh doc ock is in a, in a new situation when isn't he every other year he's in a totally new situation or a new version of the same situation he was in before uh but yeah he's uh he has new arms and he's sick of the old ones and so he wait, like wait, so we're just like yeah we're just moving on obviously i mean yeah it's not like anything important happened in the last issue so uh yeah uh doc ock tortures his old arms and then they go crawling for help from j jonah jameson what's gonna happen who gives a crap uh what about you tiffany would you read you would just fast track these why not yeah i read rogan gamut number four this um, week um by stephanie phillips or by carlos gomez and this issue was like the i think this is the penultimate i think it's a five issue mini oh, five i think it's five that makes sense i could be wrong mm -hmm. let's be honest folks was i paying attention to the number no i'm just reading the book um but it feels like it in tone it certainly feels like it right i guess well, i just meant that... like i'm just thinking you know in terms of uh, yeah five um but that's fine you know i think the previous ones have been short as well yeah for them um but this issue was like Hey, remember all those things that Tiffany was complaining about? About how like he died in another world and like exactly what the problem is for, for Gambit? Yes. That we're gonna address all of that. Great. I was like, oh. Did they? Yeah, we we started to. We mentioned it. <laughs> there were conversations. There mm. was an info page between Storm and uh, Gambit over uh, Kirk Cohen text. I assume it's that. I I, I doubt so. That it's more like they forgot. And I put doubt in the that text they're page. using Verizon. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Does Krakoa have like a cell phone plan? I have no doubt. I assume they just have like one dedicated psychic that just like is their phone. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. How do you text that? I guess as you're writing it, do you still get errors? Like, do you autocorrect yourself? Probably. Do you just like have random thoughts? I could not handle that. Mm -hmm. I'd be so worried about thinking Intrusive something. Intrusive thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yes. No. No, I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. As much as that'd be really cool and it feels like fun, like I'm like, need it would, it would, and, like, yeah, I would be like, like the communications also. And I'm like, no, mm -mm. Mm -mm. that's not a good place. No, nope. I just be like, it just something random would pop in there. Yeah. And they'd be like, whoever is thinking about the gremlins theme song, you have to stop. <laughs> like that's Sal's fault. Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I can't tell if it was that or not. I mean, I, I like I said, it, I was like, it feels like that's probably what's happening. It's just interesting that it's coming in the penultimate issue. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm 99% sure these two are going to break up or yeah. go on a break. So great. I, I didn't hate this issue though. Let's let's give it an entire. Let's give them five issues to break up, as opposed to just having it happen in like a Krakoan text page. I'm glad that didn't happen like that. Mm -hmm. I, I I do want to see that. I yeah. I am invested in their relationship and I like them. I'm one of the people who likes having that relationship. I think most people like their there relationship. There are a lot of people who don't. There are a lot of vocal people who are like, no, it's stupid and they shouldn't be together. Yeah, that's Gambit what we... should be a free agent out there banging everyone. Right. That's what we in the Spider-Man community call the vocal minority. Never never let your characters grow. Um, 
that's fine. He'll have his cats and he's going to go join a, a team of another team. Jokes. Yeah. Uh, it'll be Great. Fine. Uh, but this issue was good and I appreciated them addressing some issues that I had in, in the past. Cool. Uh, Wolverine number 34 came out this week. Uh, Yay. Ben Percy and uh, I think Josh Kassar on art for this one. Mm. And, um, you know, this, we're just, we're dealing with beast. You know, this is the, let's deal with some beast stuff going good. on in this book. It was Juan Jose Rip. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I see it says it on the thing, but like that beast wields the weapons of X. No, now I gotta look. You're gonna make me look. What book was I thinking then? Uh, anyway, um, this is—it's just more of the the last issue. It's just yeah. you know Maverick and and yeah, you're absolutely right. Where did I get Josh Kassar from? Oh, he's all over the place. So. Anyway, um, maybe it was the other book. Mm. Yes, it was the other book. This there is Juan Jose Rip uh, on art. Um, but you know, Maverick and and Wolverine were tracking down beast and you know his his like human pal uh jeff bannister who was like like almost died he's part of shadowy organization but really his friend but also an idiot and has a daughter and blah 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 blah. and like wolverine is like attached to the two of them sure um you know he's he they his government you know agency fires on them wolverine sorts that all out jeff is in peril one again once again uh-huh. it, it's this one's a little wheel spinny for me mm. and at times i'll be honest with you i've really been enjoying percy's take on wolverine yeah like, some of the dialogue for wolverine in this i was just like okay <laughs> a little much it was a little ham-fisted oh just a little like oh yeah all right now I, I get it that sounds right i get it but yeah it, but it hasn't been like that no but percy's ten- percy can do that like percy can be like whoops i guess he's not flawless well, all right. This one just felt a little like, hmm. 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 Um, Beast and, and Wolverine meet up for a dinner and like we just see endless pages of Beast eating food. Yes, and I've it, seen that page. It's her, like, it was it's, not it's, just one. No, it's many, it's, many, it's, many uh, it's, 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 it's done on purpose to further villainize him and then Beast. And he looks like, like a beast. You see, he's a beast. Do you get he's a beast? <laughs> and Beast just keeps talking about how he's just like, mate, like Wolverine's like, this isn't who you are. And he's like, no, people keep saying that, but it is. Right. Like, like he's talking to the reader. I'm like, I, I don't. Yeah. Like, okay, we get it. This like, issue just didn't do it for me necessarily. Um, It, it didn't, it felt a little decompressed. Mm hmm. Not surprised. And it could just be that Percy has a lot of plates he's spinning right now. Yeah. So maybe he just needed uh, his own little breather. Right. Well, then just t- just delay the book. Just This one just wasn't... This one didn't do it for me. Yeah, and that's, that's fair. That's okay, because I've liked a lot of the other Wolverine issues that he's written, and it's not like this is going to make me go like, I'm not picking this book up anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I really do want to see this Beast 3 beast thing through to the end. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm on down for that. Well, hopefully he doesn't drop the ball with Predator versus Wolverine. Oh, he's, he's writing, writing that, that as well. Too? Well, yeah. maybe that's the problem. And maybe, Greg Land's drawing some maybe of Maybe he was more focused on that. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of... Yeah, he got the news at 33, <laughs> and then he was working on it on during 34. By 35, he'll be back to... He'll be like, this is fine. Oh, right. Sorry, I have another No, it's fine. We're just, we'll deal with that. Who cares? Uh, anyway, uh, real quick, uh, let's talk about X-Men Red number 12, Al Ewing. Uh, I was totally wrong freaking uh josh is didn't draw anything i, I read <laughs> this week i guess uh jacopo uh camagni on art mm-hmm. uh th- this was like remember we were like oh man john Ironfire, Ironheart, mm. iron fire fireheart shows up and yeah like what the heck because he was from sins of sinister and now he's here oh, and yeah, it's okay. like cool all right we're pulling stuff from there like oh my gosh could the sins of sinister thing actually end up happening ah no um 
it's just I believe Al Ewing created this character. Oh, so okay. He's like, we're mm-hmm. gonna make him happen, but it, he comes from a very uh, natural place where you could pull someone because he's totally. one of the one hundred. Yes. The um the 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 warriors from Amenth Arako. Okay. And uh, remember White Sword. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's one of his 100 fighters and okay. he's released because that guy's like Genesis is coming mm-hmm. because she's got the staff remember she had the Annihilation helmet Saturn yes, turned it yes. into the staff and we get a whole breakdown of that and I'm like oh thank man. you for those of you who didn't read Ten of Swords you're gonna be a little lost because <laughs> you're gonna be like the what mask right who the hell is this <laughs> but um, Ewan goes out of his way to be like Saturnine anything Saturnine gives you is never just a gift mm-hmm you know, and we knew that the staff like that was created from the Annihilation Helm would inevitably get to her. So it's like, is that what's happening? We don't know. Mm. She comes for the 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 White Sword and his his army, and essentially pulls them into her service yet again. Yeah, and Apocalypse is nowhere to be found. Which mm. I love that moment because when she shows up, she's like, "Bring me your your blade and your army." And he's like, "I got a question for you. Where is your husband?" Right. That's and that fair. question is not answered, uh. and I'm like, I really like that and i'm wondering if we're going to get that in the next fall of uh x mm-hmm. like oncoming story or incoming story i'm sure um so i i feel like ewing's just like setting some seeds there sowing some seeds uh is the actual phrase yeah for that uh so you know we get that whole backstory where it's just like genesis is coming right here good or Araco. yeah and um we find out that Part of the reason for that is Coven Akaba, which okay. I, you know, again, if you were following with some of that other stuff that was going on in, in like uh, Knights of X and and uh, all of that, yeah, you would know who they are. Um, but they're part of Orcus as well. Orcus is going to be the big bad for Fall of X, of course, because they can reach all arms and just happens. And because reach... they have Judas Traveler, <laughs> which you know, I'm telling you, we talked about that. I know. We talked about Judas Traveler being in that book. You did. Um, previous to that one. Right. But um they um they they have set into motion her coming mm-hmm. there as well. They're she like they're helping to bring her forth because they're hoping for a war between Araco and Genesis. Right. Because they assume what's gonna happen is Genesis will show up mm-hmm. and see what happened with Araco because like part of Araco currently is destroyed thanks to the big fight with the Eternals and everything. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and the other part is trying to live a peaceful life. Right. uh, Without war. Hmm. And some of them have just left and gone off into space to become mercenaries. Right. So they have a feeling that uh, she's going to be very disappointed. Yeah. And bring war upon Storm and and others of the council. Right, makes sense. So they're kind of banking on that because they're working on something else. Coven Akaba and Orcus is working on something else. They need Storm distracted. Okay, and so they're going. Well, to this is going to distract the shit as out a, of her. a distraction. Coven Akaba though is simultaneously is like, there's been no word about apocalypse, mm-hmm. and yeah, and that's pro- and that's probably and it's probably for the best. But like, but it's going to come. He up. knows who they are, right? And he knows they're not good folk. No, so it's like, where is apocalypse? Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate it a lot. Like. Remember, it was like Apocalypse and what he doing. Now mm-hmm. it's like Apocalypse and where he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know. Um, but I really love this like new history of Araco chapter, uh, Roman whatever Numerals. the hell. Yeah, and it just says uh, Genesis was not impressed <laughs> because like the 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 idea is that like there could be two possibilities: Genesis is impressed with how they've moved on and how they've grown and stuff like that, or Genesis is not impressed. And, like, yeah, that's 
that that's their next chapter of their history just genesis was not impressed right uh, not that, that is like one of the last chapters of your book <laughs> you don't want that to happen exactly uh, her children are there as well oh cool so the horsemen yay which also well. includes uh pogger pog or is he no pogger pog is one of the he was just one of the one of the swords one of the swords he was not Thank one you. of her children no um, death and but they all have war. dragons now they ride oh which dragons is admittedly dope because they're all themed yeah of course listen you That's want fun. you want some themed dragons yes if you're gonna put dragons why not theme them theme them to your rider it's, yeah i'm all about that make figures that's cool. todd mccarlin he's not going to i know because it's for marvel yeah hasbro uh, have to make them yeah that's fine um but i really enjoyed this issue this week uh you know i feel like this was one of those where it's like you can tell Ewing stalling for whatever he needs to but also crafting backstory for a character who has recently been introduced mm -hmm. for him to feel like he slots into the history overall, yeah. the mythos. Right. Uh, so it, it's neat. Yeah. Okay. I also read Moon Knight number 24. Oh, good. Good issue. Um, just good stuff. Just good stuff. Yeah, Jed, Jed McKay, McKay uh, Frederico Sabatini. Uh, you know, I, I was a little concerned with McKay. We're going to, you know, obviously, you know, him taking on the, the Avengers mantle as well. That how would this uh, keep up? How would it be the same quality? And I, I truly, I enjoyed this issue quite a bit. A lot of action. Um, we're leading into uh, issue 25, which is promised to be a larger anniversary issue. So that's neat. Great. Okay. Speaking of Jed McKay. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Saving that for later. No, it's just I mean, like later in the year. Yeah. Uh, and uh, all right. So I guess we could talk about the trailer in the room um, really quick. <laughs> He looks disappointed in his own trailer. I am. Uh, Craven the Hunter is a movie that is real that I can't believe exists and uh, it's coming. And there was a trailer. Actually, there were two trailers. There was a leaked trailer. Yeah. And then there was the Red Band trailer. And uh, the Red Band trailer obviously uh, is going to appeal to the group who is going to see this movie regardless of how they feel about movies. And the uh, other trailer it was the one that everybody like referred to when they were re like writing their articles about this movie before it came out. You know, that's uh, the, what's where you got the, um, the leaked image of uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson in his vest, not the Craven vest, but rather like a proto Craven vest. That was where people were like, man, you know, oh, they're not going to even go full Craven. It's like, obviously they're going to go full Craven. And it's like, he's going to have the lion uh, vest. The only difference is that the vest is not going to be made of real lion. No, it'll be Craven. made of vegan leather. Yes. And um, like sustainably sourced. Um, cotton yeah. bamboo fibers yeah but to, made to look like lion fur because he seems to be he's more of an he's, environmentalist he's, he's or a craven friend of animals he is craven friend to animals big time uh russell crowe is more of the uh the real craven who will obviously die in this movie uh sure but uh yeah man um i mean it looks exactly like i mean if you could create like a mad libs for sony spider-man movies yeah, okay like then this movie would be one of them. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, you, yeah. if you, if you just broke down all of Morbius and just said like, it's, it, it features a brooding, uh, a solitary, attractive man, a, 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 a tormented, right. Um, ostracized, ostracized, like very attractive ish white guy, right. attractive ish. Right. So it's like Jared Leto, Tom Hardy, Aaron Taylor Johnson, where it's like, you know, subjectively speaking, I guess, yes, you could call him attractive. Uh, but like, yeah, and they're they're alone or they're solitary or they feel ostracized by society. They come into, uh, oh, they're obsessed about something. 
uh, they come into some kind of like situation where like either they are uh, met by an alien symbiote, uh, bitten by bats. I think that's what happened. And uh, with this one, it's like you get a drop of lion blood in your system. Uh, fantastic. Well, it's like a situation where you probably wouldn't survive, but somehow you did, even though you're clearly not the one who should have. Right, right, right. I mean, like, you know, so in this trailer, we see a few things. We see like the movie we could have gotten in like a, in like instead of No Way Home, where it's like, oh man, Russell Crowe is like an old, angry, grizzled craven who's like hunting Tom Holland throughout the city and then like blows his brains out. Like, that would have been a friggin' dope movie. Uh, and, you know, because he does the voice and everything, he does the accent, he hunts animals. And I'm not saying that I need to see my animals I hunted, really don't need but to the reality that. is. I'm never going to see a real animal in a movie ever again as long as I live because right. they're all CG. Like, it's not even like a question. And I appreciate that because I'm sure that it's more humane. I'm sure yeah, that's, yeah. but it, you know, and it puts a lot of uh, trainers out of business so they can put down their real animals. But like the reality is here that uh, at least you get to see a CG lion for an extended period of time beats a bear because for whatever reason, they can't get bears right. And I don't know what that's all about, sure. but you know, so it's just, it's so funny because we were talking, you were talking about how like, it seems like a lot of these Marvel like ancillary like movies or just movies in general tend to take from like the spider-man cartoon yeah and i was like full-on expecting that for this yes and they were like we can't do that we can't do that literally because i think that's how morbius came to be yes via serum no morbius no, well he yes was it, a serum well he in the movie in the movie yes it's yeah, a serum it was a serum so like we can't but he gets do, bitten by bats we too. can't do two serums right we can't just keep doing serums he doesn't um, get bitten by bats he does he gets bitten by bats no i thought the bats went around him i think they bite him too no i think it was the serum who cares? It's Morbius. I'm saying, I'm not, I'm, it's, it's, the I, most you know, anyone's talked about Morbius. Oh, sure. That's not true. But, there, I'm sure there are people who are just like... No, there's oh, like a bunch of ironic podcasts bleh. out there that are like, you know... Anyway. This this trailer could have been for anything. You yes. Could have, you could have overlaid any vocal or any dialogue yes. over it. It could, oh, been, it could be any movie there was, with they, a line. They had the audacity to put like the text where it was like, you know, people, like heroes aren't born, they're made. And it's like, eat me. Like at this point, like just don't put text at all or just put like you know, insert text here. Just put that because it's as honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could have made this trailer yourself at home. Um, and, but you know, the, the thing that struck me the most was like, this looks very expensive, you know, cause there are a lot of shots of like moving cars and like really extras. Yeah, and they, they were holding props. There. No, they're in there. No, no, no. They're, they're people like in clear, like, cause they're like coming out of like the side of cars and stuff like that. Like they're clearly shooting in some, you know, closed streets. This could be any movie. It could be any movie. No, it, it easily this could is, Like, you could just literally, like, just intersplice some, like, um, footage of cars and also Vin Diesel, and this just becomes another Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Right, well, except Flash, Fast and the Furious just get has... Just out of there. People are, people are freaking out about no, Fast I and know, Furious. Like, they I, love I, that what movie. What I mean, like, it's... And not that Fast and Furious necessarily is generic because it does have its own look, but, yes. like, this movie just feels like it's just trying to be... It looks... Anything but distinct a, a movie about craven yeah well it looks like a sony movie at this point like morbius looked like a movie when we saw morbius like morbius was the most competent boring movie i've ever seen it was just like oh wow like that's a movie i can objectively speak to to that like it is a movie and it happened it didn't stumble you know it's just it's just bland and 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 uh 
you know, it has no flair or style. Mm -hmm. It just exists, right. you know, like, and when it tries to, or pretends to, or, or, or thinks it does have style, you know, like when Morbius was like flying and like the purple from his jacket was like this trail behind him. It was like, it was just distracting and confusing. Like, whoa, stay in your lane. You're not being creative here. You're making a product. Uh, Craven is very much that like this movie looks like just like insert slot a into form B sure. and, and, you know, as long as you don't go over budget, which is impossible to do with a movie like this, except for the fact that Rhino seems to be a character where they turn into a Rhino instead of it's a dude wearing a Rhino. Well, they don't want, they, you know what it is? They saw your conversation. I know about, about that. Like, and they're like, we the don't want to deal with that. We don't want to deal with how does he vacate his bowels. No. We just don't want to deal with that. Exactly. So we'll just make him turn into How about he just turns man? into a Rhino and then he just shits on the ground? Uh, you know, like a real <laughs> like Rhino. Like a real Rhino. You know. Like, but there's too much working parts. Like knowing what you know about about Craven. Uh -huh. I almost called it Morbius because that's how interchangeable it is. But like you got Craven, right? Yeah. But also it's not enough that Craven exists. Okay, Craven, fine. Start from zero. It's Craven. He's in the maybe even want to make him environmentalist. He's in the woods. He's like, I've hunted my last like lion. I feel bad about it now. And then I'm going to dedicate my life to fixing it. No, like that's that's one thing. That's not what they're gonna do. No, this is Craven. He's son of real Craven. He's got a brother too. That brother is the chameleon, which is also not right, but why not? And so now, okay, we got the chameleon in there. Oh, okay. So we got this guy. He's gonna obviously the climactic fight is gonna be between. Craven and Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's going to die, but the Queen Alien will become Russell Crowe, fight him again. Uh, but like, you got but you got the craven versus dad craven versus chameleon and then you throw in the rhino in there oh also all the guys he's got to kill well he has to have a rhino because a he's russian or the rhino because he's the, he's russian he's right? russian too you see he's an animal right and he's an animal it's, it's it's kismet you can imagine in the in the in the room they were like well, he's got to fight one more thing like we got to have one more element to this movie and they're like oh my god like he's got to fight a spider-man film we own them all well how about uh we get we strong arm michael keaton into playing the vulture and he's got to fight him he's an animal they're like nah that's not gonna work pick another animal that like marvel has no interest in using for the spider-man trilogy that's coming out next oh uh oh what about the rhino rhino didn't we just do that How you know with, but it's so stupid like paul giamatti and stuff like that we won't do that rhino obviously we, we, we want people to keep guessing what universe this is whole this whole thing is in wait a minute isn't the rhino russian oh my god we've done couldn't it. he be like craven's uncle or something like it's just pfft, it, it looks incredibly generic but what also yeah what if they what if they went this way okay so i'm going back to my fast and furious thing yeah really quickly like what if instead of it like going this way where he's going to like you know build himself up and like take down his dad's thing which he is what yeah. if it wasn't on his own what if that lion was voiced by vin diesel and right instead of it being all about the family it's all about the pride oh there we go perfect right yeah yeah yeah, I also forgot to mention the Calypsos in this movie, oh, sure. which is similar to, if not, like, obviously, as we talked about, like, the Spider-Man 1994 cartoon show is the template by which all, the wellspring, yeah. from which all, uh, you know, villages are satiated. Mm -hmm. uh, Calypso, you know, she's going to be the girlfriend. She's the girl who says that he's insane. Right, you know, right, right. She's, well, she's, in that one, she's the doctor that gives him the serum. Yes, but he calls her his Calypso. In the cartoon, mm, um, I didn't remember that. At yeah, all. no, he's like my my calypso. But yeah, oh my, oh, I, I had to watch that cartoon a lot. You had to watch it recently, and I saw some of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's a movie, and I'm not seeing it. Okay, I mean that's just you know I'm not going. No, I, I folks, I'm not going. Just like Morbius, I didn't go. I inevitably did see it on the internet, or uh, we 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 streamed it. 
I think it yes. was we either paid to rent it or I, we streamed I it. I don't think we paid to, to rent it. We I didn't. Think it was, we didn't pirate it though. I think I we remember waited for it we to waited be for it to be a available. part of one of the things we already paid for. Yes. So we didn't give them any more money. That's right. Yeah. We had patience. We had total patience, and it's I, it's easy to have patience for these kinds of movies. Yeah. You know, I can't wait for Scorpion next. Or uh, oh no, um, the the the. Uh, the evil uh, Mad uh, Luchador is next, oh. uh, starring Bad Bunny, a person that I've only heard about because it's through sources where people say this is a person you should know about. Like I've never heard about Bad Bunny naturally, but I, uh, I have. Yeah, and Madam Web. I forgot about that. Madam Web is going to be a movie, and that's going to be like you know. But how will they make it about a guy <laughs> who's yeah. tormented? I don't sad. know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. And by that, I mean for the people who go see it. Uh, let's talk about some super chats that came out. Uh, for example, Ardwit says, Comic Pop Woo, uh, question for you that I feel already know the answer to, but I need to someone else to tell me. My first actual comic was Batman the Widening Gyre. He's never finished that. No, he's never finished it. No, it's never been done. That's a Kevin Smith, uh, oh. uh, Walt Flanagan joint. Uh, he, he and uh, the two of them worked on uh, Batman the Widening Gyre. And then, uh, and, and then, oh, and they did a Batman cacophony. Uh, not in that order. Mm -hmm. And Widening Gyre ends on a massive cliffhanger. It is it, it presupposes to be in continuity, and then it just isn't because it can't be. Because it because he never finished it. Okay. Uh, Girk Pectus, I was never excited for Keaton uh, to uh, to Keaton fight. Uh, it was distracting and dumb, especially the horrible nuts line. Should have been just a guy in a chair like Beyond. Again, uh, let's try not to spoil it until we get into spoiler territory. Thank you very much. Well, free read them and they don't read them. Yeah, Ray Far Comp Up Woo the Flash. Who cares? Craven trailers out, y'all. Woo Craven, everybody's favorite Spider-Man villain. Craven Woo. Uh, there are some people I know uh, who do love Craven. It's their favorite character, mm -hmm. and uh, I do feel bad that uh, that they had to wait their entire lives. But at least they got a Craven movie at all, as opposed to never getting a Craven movie. Sometimes it's better to not have. Craven, Sometimes it turns out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, you know, some folk, you're just happy to have That's true. Something. Listen, that's fine. Uh, he also says, I also loved last week's episode. Love Mayday getting some love in the future. That's uh, our episode of Back Issues. I hope she gets some uh, more love in the future. She was uh, one of the first comics I ever read. It was at my library. A lot of comics like Ultimate Spider-Man and the MC2 books were at libraries. I think it's because it, it, it seemed to the like library curators to be like a YA kind of uh, right. kind of geared Useful. towards the book. Yeah. Uh, There's children in there. Sean Conwell. Uh, hey guys, uh, great content. It's always thanks. Uh, random question. Whatever happened to the vampire event Marvel seemed to be building up to with Dracula years ago? I have no idea. But uh, I will say that there was a uh, there was a vampire trilogy of books that Tiffany uh, reviewed on this very show uh, that seem I don't know if they're connected, but uh, they haven't shaken vampires yet. So that's maybe the only thing because it was a, a grouping he had kind of um, fostered and, yeah. and cared about when he was writing more Marvel. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's where that he wanted to do that. Maybe it was a thing he had in a drawer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, right. They would have called it bloodbath. Aaron says <laughs> just rewatched the your episode of Rorschach. Was wondering if you guys might do Strange Adventures in the future. Uh, that's entirely possible. I expect we'll see that at some point. That'd be cool. Okay. You know. Um, right uh gannon kendrick morbius now craven both are just edward cullen i, I guess because they're pretty yeah, yeah. well because and they're brooding and you're like you know they're just like oh i'm so tormented but mm -hmm. also like look but i'm also abs. pretty yeah and i can't <laughs> be with you uh girk pectus uh, my proposal for is the new for the new morbin time you mess with craven you get the graven i'm not a fan of craven's wife but uh even she would be like a better movie yeah uh i don't think any uh, just don't do that 
is just my just I'm always like, just don't do that. Just, yeah. just don't do that. It saves you so much time, money and effort if you just don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you're not going to make a movie. Just don't make that one. It's not hard to do. Um, and I and by the way, those those kind of things, the Morbin time, I always thought get Morb was better because at least that's not derivative. It's Morbin time is just it's it's just a pastiche of it's Morphin time. Yeah. And it's not like Jer- if Jared Leto had played a Power Ranger at some point, like I, that would make sense to right. me. But it's Morbin time is just like. It's it's the most obvious. It's so derivative and it has no originality. Like I always like get morbed because it's just like it's so stupid and Morbius is so dumb and like Morbius it's not a natural name. It doesn't come from anything. So like you could it could mean anything. So to turn it into a verb is just fun to me. Um but I'm sad to say that it's Morbin time seemed to be the like that was the takeaway. That was mm-hmm, the big one, mm-hmm. which doesn't surprise me in the least. Uh, M M&M's says Rhino is also in the Craven movie because he's also Russian. Brilliant. Exactly. Hey, yeah, there right? you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray Far returns. Also, I was wondering if we can expect any Nick Spencer Spider-Man on the couch. I just learned that about Kindred last week. That's an interesting situation. It was, uh, I, I would not call it interesting, but I did, uh, I, I was curious about it for a while. Um, yeah, well, one day we have it on the shelf. We'll one, we'll one day cover that. One day you'll make Ben and Ethan learn about that. Bingo. Ali Elziati, uh, apparently Avi Arad was heavily involved in that show. Coincidence? Uh, yeah, none whatsoever. I think, uh, I think not. Avi Arad was involved in every Marvel Studios pre-movie production. And when I say movie, I mean they did make movies, but like they were made for TV movies right. like uh, uh, Nick Fury. Uh, Dante Cook, uh, hey, Sal and Tiffany, I agree all right. with all the reasons Sal gave for why this movie shouldn't be made. However, I watched the trailer while listening to you two and I need to see this movie. <laughs> all the stupid things scream to me. See, that's the thing. I, I hear what you're saying and I appreciate it. I think a lot of people feel that way, but I think the problem is for me, like I like when it's stupid, you know, but like it needs to have some character to it. It looks stupid, but like for all the reasons why I don't want this movie to be made, it's just, it looks generic and obvious like, and one dimensional. It's like the difference between Birdemic and Birdemic 2. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like by now, Sony knows like, oh, this is what people expect from us. This is what we know how to do. Here you go. Mm-hmm. But there's no like love in it. Like Venom 2, you know, like that movie sucks too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just go for broke. I mean, but they didn't care. They didn't care so much. They gave Andy Serkis the director's chair. Um, yeah, man, uh, Birdemic too, right? Like James Wen was like, I know what they want. Yeah. Here you go. And yep. it's like, if you yep. want, if you, no, 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 stick to what you know, make a movie about, uh, a person in sales who meets a girl and then falls in love with her and she inexplicably falls in love with him. They can have sex in a hotel room and then the movie keeps going for another 45 minutes. <laughs> No, that's all four. That's four, at least four of his movies. Uh, the infamous Mike Manhattan in uh, JC Chandor is the only reason I'm seeing Craven. Okay. Uh, Aaron Ruiz. He must be a rela- relative of him. Uh, says the only thing I can give Sony is the designs of the villains. Craven, Mor- Venom and Morbius look good. Uh, hoping to see chameleons design. Uh, here's the thing. It, one way or another, you will, as long as you survive long enough, you will see Cra- uh, chameleons design. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be super inspired. Uh, I am awake. If I says, love the show. Will there be amazing Spider-Man 26 discussion uh, one day and not uh, on this show? It'll be more of like a, like a official kind of discussion, but I, and it won't be about the issue. Uh, this guy, nine, nine, four, seven Avengers arena slash undercover would be an hilarious back issue episode. I completely agree. We have at least two of the volumes of Avengers arena. Um, yeah. So let's jump into flash. Let's, let's do flash. It. See, Behold. there he is. Oh, wait. Yeah, there, there they are. There's flash both of them 
Sure. Uh, spoilers galore uh, here uh, on out for The Flash. Oh, going into spoiler territory. Well, okay. We'll, we'll give a quick uh, rundown of the movie with no spoilers whatsoever. Of course, uh, The Flash is a movie uh, <laughs> that exists. It's directed by Andre Musichetti, and it is starring Ezra Miller and company uh, in which, uh, you know, uh, The Flash gets his own movie and... Uh, it was inherited by the current uh, administration at DC. Uh, it's been in development for over 25 years. Uh, at one point, Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison themselves were writing the damn thing. Mm -hmm. uh, trouble production, the kind of thing where I think in like 2009, I would have been like, let's cut our losses and just just, just figure this out some other time. Mm -hmm. But no, says Warner Brothers in DC. No, we're going to see this thing through to the end. And so they did, and they released this. And uh, despite the fact that it's, clearly a movie that is made to set up a new universe that they abandoned or reset or threw away uh and i don't think i'm spoiling anything by saying that this is not in any way a reset despite the fact that james gunn himself said uh, out loud that this is going to be an official like set to the new universe spoilers for that it isn't at all it's just a standalone movie that exists that fe features more it seeks more to be a button on the dceu than a refresh that sets up the stage for a new universe. Mm -hmm. In fact, I would say it goes out of its way to not set up, set up a stage for a new universe. Um, as far as acting goes, the actors all are there and do their jobs. Uh, the writing itself, there is a movie within this. You could feel uh, the studio notes uh, throughout. You could, it's almost like watching a script being edited on screen. Like just getting like studio, just being like, you know, uh, at, you know, exterior, uh, the flash runs into frame and they're like, can he, you know, fall down? Like, can he fart? You know? And they're like, oh, okay. And then it just changes. Yeah. You're just, you're seeing a script, uh, like a script just scroll up over the screen yeah. and then you use the theater of the mind. Sure. And some of this, uh, the, the effects of this movie, I think I'd rather have imagined than seen uh, on screen, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, a non-spoiler thoughts, Tiffany, it, um the okay so we saw this movie i had a lot of thoughts when we came out of it yeah we had we saw it thursday evening we've had since then to think about it and i it was i hate to say this it was utterly forgettable absolutely for me um that's my non-spoiler review that's fair <laughs> all right getting into spoiler territory and by the way that doesn't mean i'm gonna just drop a spoiler right now but i will no, say we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll ease into we'll it. ease into it but um yeah this uh this movie you know when i first saw it while i was watching it there were moments that I uh, appreciated, at least in as much as I was like, ha, you know, I laughed more during this movie genuinely, not right. like at it, than in any DCEU movie ever made. Okay. Right? Like, I, uh, the movie did its job in that it did end up telling a story about the protagonist, despite the marketing, uh, and it does have like a beginning middle and end like it, it but it is not as well structured or as well executed as like morbius that sucks and i'm sorry but like it morbius is like there's the here's the clear protagonist right there's nothing that gets in the way the only thing you can say about it like as far as like universe stuff like you know um, all that crap is that like the vulture stuff is garbage but you can just literally stop watching it two seconds before the movie's over and you're good okay with this everything yeah. like there's so much going on and it's all like meta watched you know it's all part of the ongoing saga of dc and warner brothers yeah this um there were there were definitely there was 
there's a lot of factors for me for this this film. Yes, I, even just outside of like um meta like watching it yeah like, like about hollywood hollywood in general and and any sort of like anything else surrounding this movie just mm-hmm. watching this movie on its own like trying to separate myself from any of that i i found it to be like <sighs> there was too many there were too many moments where it felt like they forgot how to make a movie mm-hmm. in terms of like setting things up that never really pay off. Right. And, and you don't like, know if it's like because they got cut out or I because have, they're just not very good at no what idea. they do. And, and so much, obviously you're doing a movie which requires actual superpowers in it. And so, you know, you're going to be seeing a lot of like CG. It's completely understandable. Visual effects, you know, can be incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and um, this movie, I think, there was too many things that they had to put in that were visual. Yes. And I think it felt, it felt like the budget got stretched. Oh, absolutely. Like it, I could feel it in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't tell if this is one of those where they're going to try to fix it in post. Like when, when right? you see this later on, like on, like on demand or whatever. Yeah. Fine. No, there's um, no way they're not going to put any, they're not going to put one more red cent. Into but this like, movie. there was like some moments at the end where I was like, we really didn't need these. And you could right. have taken that money and made this look better because at least if it looked as bombastic right. as it wanted, as it wanted to, to be or tried so, to be yeah it, it, it would it, you would be like it's a summer blockbuster you would forget some of the other issues Absolutely. with it but it didn't even have that going for it no i also kind of struggled with um just like things that normally like i i embrace like a lot of times like the dc movies they, they really do a great job with like music i like a lot of the themes that they yeah. create in this one they, no, there was just like there. It was all over the map, and yeah. like the 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 score for this just did not uh, flow for me. Well, certainly I mean, it doesn't like have an identity, uh, and you could feel like what the director. I think the director had a vision, or at the very least, like the people who made the original movie, sure, had a vision and a direction, and they were like, "We are look." I am telling a story about the Flash, yes, but I'm all, and I'm and I'm doing some world building, but. Mm-hmm. It, it's not such a tall order yet and then it just becomes this thing where it's like well well then we reset and then we reset and then mm-hmm. we reset and it's just and it just kept piling on to the same thing they already made right and so it became this kind of monster and yeah absolutely it got away from them where like this is gonna look friggin' amazing and then you could tell like the people who are making it were like that's that there's you can't get blood from a stone. Like there's no more. Yeah. There, there's just, we got nothing else. And it's not even like we can't afford it, but we're not going to give it to you. Like you're yeah. not going to get any money to make it look like this. And then to the, to, to get the, did you see that uh, the director said out loud that like the, the, the effects within the speed force, it's supposed to look like that. Oh, okay. and I'm like, no, it's not. You're just a liar. And like, I appreciate it was, it was weird. Cause I was like, I, I, if you're doing a visual thing, yes, awesome but like it was too it, there are other ways to to achieve a, a look like that without yeah. it being without it looking like unfinished CGI. it looked it, it's not at all this bad so i am going to use hyperbole right yeah, now 100 yeah. hyperbole incoming it it was like when i think back on it i'm like why does the speed force look like it's set in the polar express universe <laughs> yeah no and it does no <laughs> it it looks it looks like beowulf that movie that also looks like they use the thing from the Polar Express. Yeah. Like it looks, but they, but they want you to believe that the, that the Polar Express characters are real life people. And you're just like, that's not even close. And the worst of it is that the opening sequence looks like dog shit. 
Like it is, it and I and I look. No, that I, was and, that was rough and, because there were so many things I was like, I should be having fun with this. Right, ben and I'm so wearing, distracted. He's wearing the blue suit, right? And like I literally, we were watching it. Um, we were watching. Actually, our moderator was with us uh, mm -hmm. for our chat, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, really trying. Like, listen, the movie just started. Just just watch the movie. Right? Yeah, and she leans over and she's like, "Hey, are those capes like distractingly bad?" I'm like, "Okay, thank you." Yeah. Yes, and I know cape technology is hard, right? And, and it's and it's also the norm. But like some, capes are CG from but now for on. For some reason, that was bad. So I was like, "Okay," and then we get the babies. The babies. The babies, and then they were like, the babies look so good. And I was like, throw in a dog too. So then that way, nothing like, looks good. So then initially, I was like. Is this like some meta shit? Like, are you like, no, 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 no. Trust me. We're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Or See? like, no, it's like, it's trust me. We, we need this to look so bad because otherwise we wouldn't get the rating we need. I'm like, no, I don't think that's what it yeah, is. That is either. not what it is. Like, because like, it started out being fun. Like how everything got, got ramped up. Like everything got worse. Like, you know, where, uh, you know, the flash gets there and he's setting up the, you know, he's, tying pipes together and then the baby and you get into the like the the maternity ward and the babies and you're like okay but then the babies like fall and you're like they look really bad it looks like son of the mask and you're like but son of the mask was 25 years ago <laughs> like it, it looks really bad and, right. and i don't want to harp on like the opening sequence that they were so proud of themselves for they did it again at the end and the over the credit sequence but like it's it, it, it's emblematic of the of the larger issue, which is that like this is a movie that nobody wanted to own, like nobody wanted to have. The CG department didn't want to make it, or, or, and and I feel bad because you know, like now, if this movie had come out five years ago, the audience would have been like, "Boo! The CG sucks! What is this a Marvel movie?" And like the CG department would have been raked over the coals. But mm -hmm. you know, you know, it's not their fault. You know, they're like. I worked on that movie fucking five years ago. Like, I don't yeah. even know. Like, look, I, like my job was to do the pre-render of the babies and then like pass out to and the next someone else And it's like, and, it. and you know, the studio is just like, that's, that's all we can do. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm not going to be responsible for making a $700 million flash failure. Yeah. And, but it, but it represents for me, like everything about the movie. Now, uh, moving on from the bad CG, yeah, but yeah. like, so but trust like, me that when I tell you that the, the CG kind of looks bad, if, if it has the opportunity to look great or bad, yes. it will look bad. Additionally, it's very frustrating to me how much this, that opening sequence identifies like something wrong with this Justice League. And right. that it's that you have a speedster and you're just underutilizing him entirely. Or, yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Entirely, like entirely, you assigned him the wrong project. <laughs> Yeah, that's the wrong right. project like, for him. I need you to catch somebody, like catch right. up to them in right. a car. Like you're in a high speed chase. Get send Maybe the fast send one. The speedster. Right, but Batman's not gonna catch the building. Right, but like, and like, we, we're not gonna come up with a solution for that. So initially, I was like, oh, we're setting up that he's unsatisfied with his role in the Justice League. Well, and that that and, is absolutely like a great it's, idea. It's like there, and then we nope. Yeah. No. Nope. I was like, oh, okay. Just, right. Just throw, just like those babies, throw that right out the window. Exactly. Because your your pitch is for this movie, like where it's like, oh, here's how you fix it. Like here's how you fix that. Like we're great. Because it's like, yeah, no. If the theme is like Barry's unsatisfied with his role on the Justice League, mm -hmm. he he is looking for a place to belong. Yep. That's the movie. That's what the movie kind of is about. It wants to be there, but like there's. And I, I don't know what that editing floor looked like, if it looked like anything, because I can't tell if this is a problem from the get-go in terms of the way in which they crafted the script. Right. Or this is a, a, a problem with the fact that they were like, 
but this movie isn't going to do what it was going to do before. So we got to, we, yeah, we make, can't we do that. Like it can't, yeah. Cause it can't triumphantly be like, I'm back in the main universe and it's going to be great from here on in. Like, no, you have to say, you have to set up Barry as a protagonist for the first time ever. And also have them say goodbye. <laughs> and like that. And like, I, I honestly felt throughout this movie, I did feel badly for flash fans. And yeah. like, again, I could be wrong. This could be like, misplaced um sympathy sure and you don't have to accept my sympathy no but yeah. like for those who want it here it is um i i struggle with the fact that while yes there are like elements to this that are intrinsically flashy mm -hmm. like he, he's not like his villain who is not really the villain because really the villain something else yeah, we like, make up a villain like, for this movie like, we're, like partially part of the like reason the movie's going at all is because of this whole zod problem right yeah. and i'm like so flash you get to deal with a superman problem you get a superman problem and a batman partner and that's and and i guess that's yeah. gonna be your and, movie and also we really need to set up an origin story for you because we already had you in the movies um, right and so we just gotta we, this movie's gonna do a lot yeah we need you to both we need to do the movie thing the superhero movie thing where it's like you get your powers mm -hmm. but you already had your powers so here's a new version of you that can get their powers and learn all the lessons that you already learned. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of cool. The, I'll give it this. The idea, the germ of an idea that is underneath all this stuff. Yeah. Where it's like, we we already introduced this character. How do we do this? We'll have two versions of that character. One who has gone through the superhero journey already, but is dissatisfied with where he ended up. And another where... He's just starting his superhero journey and he's his own mentor. Yeah. That's a really neat idea. That's a solid pitch. I feel like that's like a Grant Morrison thing from like one of those scripts that they wrote together. Right. Where it's like, how about he's his own mentor? Like, I, I like that idea. Yeah. And I think if there's something there and you see it and it's actually within every scene between the two of them, that's there. And that's really good. Yes. Yes. So, um, okay. So opening sequence, we kind of talked about. Yeah, yeah, like, it's And we're like, not going to do scene by scene. No, we're like, definitely not. But, like, there's definitely, like, there, I was like, we definitely need to talk about that. Yep. Um, they they full-on put a baby in a microwave. Well, and I, he explains why. Like, it's done for laughs, but then he explains why it's later. It's done for laughs. And I'm like, that's so funny because everyone is so afraid of doing anything that a child might mimic. Yeah, we literally changed the animation. <laughs> we changed the animation in Lilo and Stitch so that we wouldn't have a little girl put herself in the refrigerator or a, or an oven, I think. I think it was an oven or a laundry machine. It's been so long, I don't remember. But like, they literally changed the whole damn thing. Uh -huh. And then they're like, "And put babies in microwaves." Like, yeah. that's a Toma sketch. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm really dating myself, but yeah. I, I was like, okay. Um, so some like some other things that like you know, I struggle with in this. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to tell. Like, I'm like, okay, so how old is Barry in this movie? <laughs> versus how old is Barry when his mom dies right. in the movie. Yeah. And you know, I'm not I listen, I'm not telling anyone how they're meant to get over their grief. Sure. But like the grief that we see from Barry in this without having that extra like dissatisfaction with his life because we don't build up to it enough. Nope. And I know his dad's like got his parole and stuff like that, but like we see a little bit of that his life is kind of falling apart, mm -hmm. but we don't really get enough to like get that from him fully. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm making leaps to make. They it have work. to tell, not show, and we don't even get a chance to really tell extensively. So here it yeah, is. Yeah, um, but like the grief he feels for that just seems not the place he might be. Right. Depending on like, because I'm like, all right, so maybe he's in his. 20s right exactly but in, in i, I think movie, it's more like he's 30 but, but in the yeah. movie in no the i think movie, in the movie he's supposed to be 30 he's got an internship so i kind of i yeah. placed him within his like, he's a late bloomer in his 20s <laughs> right true. um 
like maybe his early to mid 20s and then as a kid i was like he's probably like uh, 10 10 11 i'm gonna i'm gonna give that i yeah. don't know so we're talking like anywhere between 20 10, 10 yeah. and 15 right 15 years well yeah yeah 10 and 15 years ish mm -hmm. right i'm like okay Right, like you know, again, like everyone goes through grief differently. Absolutely, I just—it was just interesting that he was like, "Okay, I am just as upset as I was 15 years this ago." This is it, right? I'm, like, I'm literally going. to- My life should not be where it is now, and it's like that's true. You know, but a lot it, of people, and it's funny, but like his, like he's part of a team, like, mm -hmm. and they don't develop it enough to realize that, like, I, like he's like, oh, I'm. I am a fa I have a family. I'm upset, or like oh, I don't yeah. like how I'm being treated here. We don't really. Get no, we don't too get much that. Of that. Um, we do see his work life. Yep. It's like, and it sucks. It sucks ish. Well, I mean, like he, it's, it's no, because like, like the, it's, it's his own fault that he's not getting anywhere. No, but also like he has these his, like bullies that are like that work with him, and I'm like, what you you want it to be like this? We want this movie to be like Spider Man, where he's got like he's got like bullies, but yeah. like he works in a building. Like like, for, are you kidding me? Like yeah. for a job? Yeah. And like don't I I know the the comments are ablaze. People being like, oh, there's all kinds of workplace bullying. Not like that. Yeah, but there is, and like, but like I thought, cartoonish. which is why I put him younger. Right, that's why it feels like it's like you know, they want they, it to be they that. Be like college people who are like do, sure that, and like that's what they listen, want. Workplace bullying happens like that, but like, uh -huh. he's he also is like the flashing can run really. Fast. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna tell him how how Barry's supposed to handle his grief, his whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. It just was like I was like, oh, uh, okay. A lot of this movie, a lot of times, the things that are happening in it seems to be happening because the Chris Crips said that it happened. Yeah, and well, I know that's how it, literally every movie mm -hmm. happens technically. It's right, like, but it's supposed this to is feel. What the page said. But it, usually, you forget about the fact that there the script exists and you're just watching the story. Yeah, and there are moments in this movie where that happened for me, and there are a lot of moments in this movie where that did not happen for me. Yeah, and that was one of them where I was just like, oh, okay, and, and okay, now we go, we have to go back in time. Yeah, because that's how this movie's going to happen. Exactly, and we don't have a lot of time to like. Because we to are not make the Flash, him, yeah. so we cannot control. No, but we don't have we don't have enough time in this movie to really hammer that home. Mm. One scene, and he's leaving. Yep. Okay. Got to go. Um, you know, it, it it's that's like it's cool because you're like he's doing the thing. Yeah. Like the Flash is actually doing a thing that the Flash does in the comics. Yes. Um, and. But it, it, at times it feels like that's that's all he's allowed to do. Yes, and and because he's not allowed to have his own rogues gallery, because presumably they're like, well, his character's going away, and it's like, well, it's you like, know what? He has that, the most. This that that Barry doesn't know that. Yeah, and he has, like you said, like endless number of of. of he has a literal villains. team of villains called the Rogues. Like it's, it, it's so sad. We were talking about this the other day that like the only time the Flash ever fights a real Flash villain is in the is in a Suicide Squad movie. Remember when he fought? Uh, it's a it's. It's Captain Boomerang's flashback. It's like, oh, yeah. Anyway, and that 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 makes me sad. Yeah, um, it's a shame. But it like, is a shame. But you know what? We'll we'll get another chance. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Barry does his thing, and we and it's just like endless terrible CG. And they also uh, wrote Billy Crump out of the movie. And I'm like, okay, who cares? The mother was good. She did a nice job. You know, everybody's in terms of acting. Like, I think everyone pretty much is. Yeah, no. In terms of acting, you know, she she did all the things that you know that, that she needed to do to be that, a corpse. That filmmakers producers whatever wants you to do like yeah hi i'm the character who if i were your wife slash girlfriend i you would idealize you, you would have like you know um you know video on your phone of me laughing in a room spinning around a circle yes. under some sheets like mm -hmm. whatever like she's doing all those things it is heartwarming she seems like a genuinely lovely person yes. to know mm -hmm. uh it 
frustrates the hell out of me that by the end of this movie they don't address at all who killed her. Right. And Barry's cool with that. Right. And they're just he's like, he's oh, like, well, it doesn't well, even I matter. Put it back. I put everything back where it was. I got I got my dad. And I saved my dad. And it's and like you we could just, all... we never need to know. You don't have to kill you don't have to re-kill your mom or save her to be in the room and watch who killed her. That and that frustrated <laughs> me because like Barry in the beginning of this movie is like we can't let these clues go. Right. We need to reanalyze these to help the like, right. But for him, he's like, I don't crimes. care about solving the crime as much as I just want to absolve my dad. That's right. all I need to do. I guess it's weird. It's weird. Uh, he just uh, there's there's a, uh, there's a discrepancy for me in terms of his motivations because he has many. Yeah. To to do this, but yeah. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So um you know and then the movie happens and you know you get what you get. There's a lot. Like, there's a lot happening in here. I you know like young Barry. I'm I get it. They're yeah. Like he's he's young and like this is what he was like and you go oh, you think he's obnoxious now and they're just as like wait do you see him when he like didn't like he had everything he ever wanted and I get that and that's a really and good I, idea and too. And I really thought we were going somewhere with that. Yes, and that was but a good that pitch. Doesn't really develop the way I thought it was going to develop. Like I thought we were going to develop we get like the hint of this when Barry hears the conversation between Batman and older Barry that yes. like, you know, in my universe, my mom's dead. And that's why I, I came back and like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And like, I, that's how it works. Right. Mm -hmm. I thought we were like, we're meant to just piece it together. The rest of it. Yes. Um, where it's like, Barry's like, I've never lost anything before. Like, young Barry, I've never failed. Yeah, I've never failed. Like, like failure isn't a thing for Life me. Life is very easy for me. I've, I've always had everything I've ever wanted. Right. And so therefore it should. And that's why I will become a villain. Right. It's because it always should work out for me because it always has. And that is technically what happens. And that is what it's happens, just, but we, then, but it's not really telegraphed through the And again, movie. I don't need it to tell me. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be like, I, and now. And I've now, had everything I've ever wanted. I can make it happen again. We, we don't, don't need that. We don't necessarily need that. But in a movie where the character is called Dark Flash, we could probably do that. We probably could have done <laughs> that. I don't necessarily want that. No. Um. Yeah. Oh, um, really quick. You know, there's a lot of like uh, marketing around this movie, you know, said it was the greatest movie ever made. Tom Cruise himself has seen it, blah, blah, blah. Stephen King as well. Uh, clearly, that's all marketing. That was clearly just they, sure. they either owed the studio a favor or they paid a bunch of money because like, you know, there's there's no way you can walk away from this movie and go. It's the best superhero movie I've ever seen. And for some, you know, some people might really have enjoyed it. I'm sure they did, but, sure they, they did, but I guarantee fine. that it's not the that. best superhero movie you've ever seen. There's no. nothing that justifies the level of hype that's around it. And I think the, the audience reacted in kind because it didn't perform. No, it's true. It's Shazam um, tood. I, um, but, yeah, I, I also, um, in terms of like Kara, Oh yeah, like, well all the all the cameos, right? Uh, kind of fun. I liked Kara a I lot. Did, I thought I, Sasha Kaye's version of Kara was. I very much felt that there needed to be a little bit more to develop. But there's no time. There's no time, and it does, and she doesn't matter. In exactly. This at the end. That's a, that, well, that's a real but, shame. Like, that's what you can feel yes. when, like, well, because well, they're like, well, it doesn't matter because she's going to be the new Superman at the end of the movie, right? Right. And it's like. Then, because, like it feels like they were setting some things up like yeah. there's a couple of moments where she's like talking to barry where like older barry where she's just like humans suck right basically and why would i ever help them yes. right and then zod shows up and you know it's interesting because she's like oh zod's bad and i'm yeah. like i could have done something there where she's like it's a kryptonian yeah like no I i'm with him I see you later I, like oh my people okay cool but no she's like i know zod's bad mm -hmm. that's fine yeah she sees one thing happen she comes back she's like i'm in it i'm in i'm in to help and i'm like oh i uh, okay, I thought we were going to go on a journey where Barry, older Barry, yeah. was 
going to be the crux of this. Like, yes, like he's the canon people. event of this because movie. Because it's like we've got older Barry mm-hmm. and we have younger Barry who doesn't know that he needs to step up and like mature a little bit. Right. We have Michael Keaton who is like, all right, cool, I'm in. Who's just but in. But like it. maybe he should have been like less in and then learns from like older The Barry's actions of older actions. Barry. Yeah. And then like Kara can learn from him that like humanity is, is greater than. Right, is worth saving. Yeah. Like, like I thought we were going to see more of that, but there's no time. There's no time, so we don't we don't do any of that. And we do. Just, we, everyone just falls into line. Yeah, and the we get the results, but we don't take the time to build it because we needed to spend like ten minutes in the apartment right. meeting Barry's ho- uh, roommates. Right, but like there, these moments could have been there, and maybe they were. And that's right. where I'm like, occasionally there's like some quiet moments where I'm like, oh, oh that's a movie. If this had if this scene had time to breathe, mm-hmm. this would have been it would have been good. Absolutely, it would have been, been really nice. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, uh, but as far as acting goes, like I thought, I thought Sasha Kaye was a great Supergirl, and her rage, I was like, I get it. Like I yeah, get it. It's earned well, in this. It's and, di- I, and Kara's often like we we've seen that like played up. Kara's rage. She was older. Yes. You know, we, we obviously she remembers Cal as a baby. Like the, the, all that's there. Yeah. That we don't get the Argon City stuff. Like we don't get any of that because it's a different mm-hmm, origin, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, but you made an interesting point where it was like, oh man, Kara and her fight with Zod and her rage would have been yeah. a lot cooler. And again, I don't like, I'm not looking to like, you know, compare or to complain to compare or to complain. I'm really not here for that at all. And so, you know, I don't care about the comments. But I'm gonna read mm-hmm. um, but I, I had this moment where I was like, Oh, if in previous, this previous Superman uh, iteration that we just had, if that fight had between he and Zod had gone differently. Yes. Um, Kara's like showing up with like the you know the house of of l mm-hmm. logo on her body and being like you're like oh okay this is the superman here cool whatever mm-hmm. but then you have this rage filled yeah Kryptonian. it's like oh okay yeah you're, that would have been a really very, cool stark difference you're very different right but instead we get like the same fight with zod it's she's a she's more emotional about mm-hmm. it you know, Superman, because because the difference is a 33 year old man was fighting Zod and this is like a younger, you know, mm-hmm. it's completely different character fighting Zod. You know, so he so Superman does seem a little bit more like in control than yeah. Kara does, but it's still the same glowing eyes and screaming that we get from Henry Cavill Superman. So it's not too dissimilar. It, is, it was just like a it would have been a really fun. It would have been really cool to get like the Superman that I think we were going to get after like the justice league movie of like a quieter, more measured, more like reserved Superman, you know, a more hopeful Superman versus Kara's like, I'm going to, I'm going to mess you up. You know? And I heard there was apparently like an R rated version of that fight, which who cares? It's all fake anyway. How could Mm -hmm. it possibly be R rated if it's animated? But uh, yeah. And uh, you also had another pitch for the, uh, for the, the, the whole Kryptonian fight as well. Yeah. So we were watching. And again, this just could have been like, I'm, my brain was like, you know, your brain makes connections in movies, whether or not they're totally there or whatever. But I mean, that's what happens when you're watching a movie. And so like they, you know, I was like, oh my God, you get that big Kryptonian on the field, which I know well, has a name apparently. He's got a name and that's fine. Um, but like in, in like previous, like, you know, original Superman, like when Zod shows up, there's like him, the, like, there's him, the big one the that big doesn't guy, talk, right? the girl and Zod. <laughs> And it's like, okay, clearly they're making it that guy, right? Right. But when Zod's talking to Kara about how, oh, the baby didn't make it, I was like, oh, crap, is Zod lying? Right. And he's just like, no, that, that is Cal. Yeah, no, like, he didn't have the, mat- he didn't have the, the, the codex, so I manipulated him. Yeah, and that's why, like, 
That's why A, he's wearing the helmet. Right. Because they all have helmets that you that that can or cannot show your face. Right. And B, that's why we're getting like such an in-depth fight between him and Batman. I'm like, because we're doing another Batman v Superman like style fight. Exactly. And it's gonna be revealed. And I was like, Oh, okay, we're not that's Oh, fine. well, we didn't want to pay Henry Cavill to like this, right? So we're not but gonna I think that if that's me, even a theory, I think but that like that's just even me making that connection. But I was like, that would have been kind of cool. Right. right? Because that would have been kind of neat in a big bunch of stuff where like, yeah, he's fighting and like his face thing like unshimmers and it's henry cavill's face yeah and it's like oh he's lobotomized or tortured into becoming like a zod foot soldier yeah you know? yeah yeah. but uh um i mean i guess we should talk about keaton as well yeah uh so that was the very different uh situation for you versus me uh <laughs> i was saw it with ben who was very excited to see michael keaton back because he has no love for the other movies besides you know he did enjoy val kilmer but he likes tombstone so that's why that happened mm -hmm. uh but you know like uh when the bat plane came down like he he like gave me a punch he was like it's happening like i get to see michael keaton be batman again and, and i was just watching the movie and you were just watching the movie because like, you, you you've seen I, batman but you're like no nah, i don't really care you didn't grow up with Batman. i did not i saw i, I saw that in within the past i don't know like 10 years yeah exactly <laughs> i was like okay i yeah. like had no attachment to it so we had two very different experiences mm -hmm. um if i'd say it, it's it's less effective if you're not if you don't care or if you're not <laughs> if you don't have no nostalgia for it yeah because i was like why isn't he just thomas wayne right well and i think there were a lot of theories that suggested that he was going to be thomas wayne but like you know as a kind of like a wink and a nod but if that's the case like you could have done a really interesting thing like another pitch i hate to do this but like um i, I don't remember who plays thomas wayne in uh the batman v superman movie but it's the guy who, uh who's who plays the comedian in watchman as well uh -huh. and uh you know, obviously, Zack Snyder had a very different interpretation of Batman. Thomas Wayne like tries to like punch Joe Till, which which results in his and his wife's demise, which completely changes Batman. But whatever, who cares? Nobody's paying attention to that. But uh, he's a great actor and he's fun. And it's like, wouldn't it be cool to do like a Flashpoint movie where he's Batman? And like, mm -hmm. oh, if you can't do that, at the very least, um, you could do the end of Flashpoint where mm -hmm. like Barry comes back to the present. And he's talking to Bruce Wayne, Batman, and he's explaining everything. And he says, you know, like, I remember my mom and everything. Why do you think that is? And then he gives Bruce the note. But you could really Hollywood it up and be like, and I brought your dad with me. And, you know, so it's like Flashpoint Batman in the Batcave with, like, you know, uh, uh, Ben Affleck, mm -hmm. you know, because who cares? I'm just shotgunning everything at this movie because none of it matters anymore. Because he didn't because he because he doesn't actually meet Thomas Wayne and he doesn't write a letter. Um, but, yeah, I, I liked Michael Keaton. OK. It's on one hand, it was a really it was really cool to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. Okay. On another, this isn't his universe. So it's not really Batman. Well, like, that's it, why I was like, it why is, make but it... It, right. So make him Thomas Wayne. Uh, but like, but it is because like he's got the Japanese like uh, armor in the thing. He's got the Batmobile. He's got the theme. Alfred would be dead by now. Because that theme, which is like, which they really like using times, it. But like every time he's on, like if, if Batman's on screen, you're hearing that theme. Well, and they did the same thing in the Whedon cut of Justice League because like, they brought in Danny Elfman and he's like, well, I'm just going to use the Batman theme. So he's put the bat, like the Michael Keaton Batman <laughs> theme over Ben Affleck. He's like, that's just Batman to me. I don't give a shit. And I'm like, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but like, you know, I think that ain't your Batman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they like using that theme. Um, it was fun to see him and it's cool to see that suit. But it doesn't really do it for me. Mm. Like I wanted to like it. I liked it because Michael Keaton is charismatic and fantastic mm -hmm. in everything he does. You know, whether he's 
at Bed Bath and Beyond or you know a Birdman, I'm in. But it, it doesn't really like matter. And it and based on like what we get later in like the multiverse sequence, mm -hmm. it's almost like borderline ghoulish mm -hmm. because I know I'm being talked down to and manipulated. Like I know okay. that they are doing it. And, I, and it, okay. On another hand, I, okay. Just to put full perspective, I don't think that they are trying to, I think they are trying to manipulate me, but I also think that Warner brothers loves 89 Batman so much mm -hmm. that they've been chasing that dragon forever. Mm -hmm. That has been their white whale is like the Batman success and the, the mania surrounding it. People who work there still probably even remember when it happened, like to the point where like when we went to that thing, like they had all the Batmobiles. Right, right, And it right. was like, so? And they're like, because we have them. Right, right, It's like, right. who gives a shit? And like, we do. You can feel us really care. And so it's like, you can see that like, I'm like, well, this means, this clearly means a lot to you. So mm -hmm. I guess we'll all just be on board. Sure. And it's cool to see him, but like, there's nothing from that world that, that you know, I don't, is, did he fight Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face? Like, what are you saying? Is he? Is it that, like, Barry goes back in time, and so as a result, the 89 Batman movie happens, but then the the, the DCEU happens as well? Because, like, Zod shows up, and everyone's like, sure. And I'm like, does that mean that the Zod universe, like, overlaid the 89 Batman universe? Or is Zod inevitable? And he's in every universe? <laughs> like, what, what, what is this? Like, you know, I, I, I don't understand. And you, so you think about it too much. The only thing that really worked for me was... The, the spaghetti metaphor. I was like, this is, I and you and you know, like there's always some producers like, you got to explain that multiverse thing. You can put a thing. It's like a balloon and something bad happens. That's right. You got to use a metaphor. And like, <laughs> I, but I thought it was like, I was like, this actually makes sense in the world you're trying to create yeah. and you're trying to differentiate in a movie where there's, you know, you know, summer where there's three multiverse movies. Right. But it doesn't, it doesn't. Right. No, it, it does. The metaphor works and the explanation is sound. And then it breaks its own rules then, throughout and, the movie. Yeah. And that's where I was, I struggled a, a little bit yeah. with that. But then I was like, I don't know how much it matters. It, it, they don't. That's the thing is that the most frustrating thing is by the end of it, like the people who are distributing this movie don't even give a shit. That, and that's, and that is how it felt at times, which it was like, so funny because they put so much like effort into making everyone say how much they love this movie. And I'm right. like, but maybe you should have just loved this movie well, regardless that... of it going anywhere. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Who cares if Tom Cruise loves this movie? Maybe you, the producer should have given a shit about this movie. Like, yeah. Cause like, if you can feel that regardless of the fact that it like this universe might be ending, mm -hmm. people will feel that like, passion behind yes. the movie and and you'll end up seeing profit from that and like if that's what you care about right then force yourself to care about the movie exactly but they are like but if i did i'd have to spend like a hundred million dollars to clean it up and there's too many people who stand to gain or lose from this movie's sick there's a lot of ego you know, we, we inherited this movie. If it does well and it's successful, we have to acknowledge that the previous people did a good job. You know, the, the apology is that the director is getting the next Batman movie in universe is that brave and the bold Batman and Robin is being directed by the guy who made this movie. Right. And I think that like, there is a cut. I think there's like five cuts in this movie, but like, there's a cut that has less layers on it Probably. that they saw and went, that's a movie. Like this person knows how to tell a superhero sure, story sure. and like pull at your heartstrings and do it well. Okay. And so if we didn't, if we didn't stick their leg in a bear trap mm -hmm. before the movie came out, if we just let them make the movie and then release the damn movie that he made, mm -hmm. we may actually have a success on our hands. But 
as it stands, you know, you you're basing, you know, his success on this and mm -hmm. you're just like, well, this is a mess, but you know, because like no one would let you forget how complicated and like bloated this movie is right? as a result of like everything. But yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Like it, and then at the end it wraps up and like the, ah, George Clooney, like what? And that, that George Clooney thing is straight up uh, so, the biggest middle finger ever. And I'm not, not, not like in a way where I hate it, right, right. but like in a way where I'm like, they, this is, this is the button that says, so, I don't care. You know, it's funny though. is like, cause he's in the version of him that I'm like, for me, I don't like his Batman. Right. But you but loved like him, him as, as Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. I'm yeah. like, no, George Clooney's a great Bruce Wayne. No, Bruce Wayne, like George Clooney as a retired Batman is actually great That's because great. George Clooney is a fantastic actor when he's allowed to be. Yeah. But like, and he's, he's not selling do, McDonald's toys. Yeah. Like, no, no, don't put him in a suit with nipples on it or anything. Like right. That. Just let him be Bruce Wayne. Right. And he clearly, and like, in, sure. He rolls up. I'm like, that is Bruce Wayne. Right. And in this universe, <laughs> he also is the Ben Affleck Bruce Wayne. Like he remembers Barry and stuff. So like, all right. I love so, it. He's like, I am 10 years older than I was before. Like, because it's already like a 50 year old Batman. He's like, but I'm happier. Right. But I look but at like, me. whatever happened to me. Yeah. Wait, thanks for the upgrade, Barry. Like, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it which, which only complicates like, things does, more. Does, wait, does George Clooney own, what does he own? He owns like a Nespresso or something. I'm like, what does he make? What is what Nescafe? Is, yeah. What is, what is his? Well, name? I'm sure he owns a vineyard. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, I think he sells coffee. Okay. But yeah, I mean, like, honestly, and then there's the post credit scene, which if you have not seen this movie and you're just like, I'm just, I'm just watching all the reviews before I go see it. You can go home. The post credit scene does not do much for you. It doesn't do anything except confuse and, and upset. It's, it is, it is worthless. Yeah. It's just because Barry's like getting his bearings in this universe, this new version of the universe he knows mm -hmm. where it's like, and even then like they could have, they could have ended it with, cause obviously the ending was Michael Keaton comes out of the limo. Yeah. Because you can see, like, the green around Ezra Miller when they're showing his reaction shot. I mean, I'm not saying that, but, like, it's not true. But you could tell that he's not there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that backdrop was removed, and that was shot later. Not recently, obviously, unless yeah. they came in and shot extra stuff because, like, you know, they were, of course, a criminal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and were on the run. But uh, at some point, they must have, like, brought them into the studio and shot them against a green screen. But, uh, you know, clearly Michael Keaton was going to come out of the limo. Mm -hmm. And so you, you couldn't even say, like, you couldn't even make it be like, oh, Ben Affleck comes out. And it's like, Flash comes back. And now this is one of them balls floating around. Right. Where it's like the, the, the Snyder universe lives over there somewhere. Yeah. We could come back to it, but probably not. But like at least it gets a send off. Instead, yeah. it's just confusing. No, it is. It is. And um, okay. So I there, there's like two things I want to talk about. One's like a little detail that I liked, but yeah. they do not address it at right. all. Okay. And it drives me crazy. And then there's like something I want to larger get into talking about those balls. Um, dem balls. Uh, little detail that I really enjoyed that I really wish they had done anything with. Okay. It because it's there. Yeah. And I'm like, at one point there must have been a draft. <laughs> where that meant something yeah right so like the video right of his dad yes shop well, not shop like shopping i was gonna say shoplifting he's just shopping yeah but he's got his head down yes right and like and it was all like bruce wayne had to clean it up because it was all distorted and messed up and i'm like well it's distorted and messed up because of the speed force correct right like it because had to Barry's be always gone back in time yes like that that was a great idea like that barry had always like gone right yeah. like that's why the footage is messed up right like Barry made the made his own future. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like, 
so it's am like, I the only one who's like, that's yeah. what you clearly wanted to right. say? But like all they had to do, but but it screws up because he never looks up in the cleaned up version. So it's like what they should have done was it's messed up. And then when they clean it up, he's always looked up because Barry always went back in time. But when they but when Bruce cleans it up, okay. he never looks yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So Barry has to change it. But we don't establish that like Barry has always gone back. It's not like the footage was always him looking right, up. Right, right, right. Well, but they might have fixed that or changed that. No, I guess you're right. I like I just assumed that like because he notices the camera, right? That like he's like, oh, I messed it up. Yeah, absolutely. But then again, like he could have just come back. Like I know. I don't know. I know. I think there's something there. Why doesn't he poke his head through the speed force and watch his mom? That's what I said. We we were home when I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, listen, like. Well, oh yeah, you no. I was, I was saying like, when he, and watch his mom die, but like your idea oh, was yeah. like, my idea was why like, save I'm your like, mom? I'm when like, you... listen, I'm like Barry. I totally get it, man. Like you know, you want the rest of your life with your mom. He was taken from you. That sucks, right? You are one of the few people, yeah, in your universe that can technically time travel. That's yeah. probably not healthy to do that. It's probably not good for the time stream itself. But like. Couldn't you just um like go back in time, note down the, the the second you're going back so you don't create any sort of like issues yeah. um with like having two berries in the same place and just poke your head in for a while and be like, there's my mom. Cool. Right. Like look at her go. Look at her be great. You could see your mom when she was a teenager. <laughs> like uh, so all right. So then in terms of like the the floating of the universe. We got okay. two things. Oh, sure. If sorry. there's anything else you want to talk about, we're like we'll talk about the multiverse and like the references, mm -hmm. and then dark and dark flash. Is there anything else you want to talk about besides those two other items? Um, I don't think so. I mean, we talked about you know, Kara, I you know, Keaton, Keaton for sure. Like um, Clooney. Uh, yeah, a Wonder Woman doing what she's she, been doing for the like every DC film now, which is, I am also in the food in the show film. up with her music sting and then leave. Yeah. Oh, unless it's in Shazam 2, where like, apparently it was, a, it was a deep fake. So she like, wasn't even freaking and, there. And I love that music sting too, because like I love that theme. It's, I love it it's so, so good. much. But like it is such like a what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, well, because it doesn't like they don't ease into it. It just might it just dropped the needle. Like you were in the middle of whatever, just bam. Um immediately as mentioned in the chat, the Eric Stoltz thing. I enjoyed that. I would have liked But it doesn't to, really go anywhere. Yeah. We don't use that metaphor later on. We don't, we don't use that metaphor. We don't, we don't get to see the version that they could have shown on screen, like where it's like, show me. And then we see a scene of Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly, which we know we have. Like, mm -hmm. ah. No, yeah. we just talk about it. We so. put it on it. We put it on a dude's thigh. Solid. That's just as good. Um, but yeah, no. Um, Oh, I, maybe the distortion isn't Barry. Maybe the distortion is Reverse Flash, who maybe makes her not buy the canned goods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, but it's not. But Reverse or Flash whatever. isn't this movie. It's Dark Flash. Uh, I okay. So Dark Flash, obviously terrible looking, awful idea. I I hated I the really, I hated the concept. I, and you see it occurring, you're like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I see where we're going with this. None okay. of this is interesting to me. But the thing I really appreciated is that throughout the movie. Because you know, Dark Flash shows up, you know, he pushes him, he's gonna push him, yeah. and then push him. and then he and then he and then he yells at him at the end, like that. He's only in like two scenes. Uh, the, the the antagonist is time travel, you know what I mean? Like, the real problem is it's like it's like no, the, the real problem is fate, it's fate, fate is the problem, but like fate is the antagonist, but like at the same time, or pa Barry is his own antagonist, mm -hmm. but like not in the way where he's also literally a monster, uh, but he is though, you, you know. It, I appreciated that, like, for the bulk of the movie, you know, like two thirds of the movie, mm -hmm. 
more than two thirds of the movie, the problem is not like a monster or a bad guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Zod is a Zod is a plot device and a catalyst. He's not a bad guy. You know what I mean? He is a bad guy in Man of Steel. He's the antagonist in Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. He's not the bad guy of the movie. No, he's a problem. He's a yeah. He, he is like he is as important as the dead battery in Back to the Future. Like he is as much of a villain as the like faulty transmission of the DeLorean well, yeah. in Back to the Future. He's like it's like like he's an obstacle, right? It's like you know with Wanda trying to find the universe where her kids survive. Oh, like I God. gotta do whatever it is to to keep that going, mm -hmm. right? And he's like, well, I gotta keep this universe going because this is the one where my mom makes it. Exactly, like, this is the timeline where my mom. Survived. Why didn't you go back to a universe, Wanda, where you're where you died, and just live there? No. Nah, and just take care of those children. I'll bet they'd really appreciate you being there. Maybe they could. I bet they wouldn't sing a terrible song at you. Anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, but like they don't fight, is my point. I liked that yeah. they talk and then young Barry learns a lesson and dies. And I'm like, okay. Like they could have really stretched out Dark Flash and they didn't. Like right. the, the amount of restraint, despite how stupid he looks and how there are a thousand speedsters you could choose and they made one up like yeah. it's so terrible that they would just be like we're, we're gonna ape off of all this crap but also here's our new character and he's literally just evil flash mm -hmm. like not even like professor zoom who's like an evil version of flash no no, no. Yeah. it's literally if flash were evil the end and even then he's not really that evil and even then it's frustrating because it's like, I've been doing this forever. And I'm like, and it, but somehow you're using bigger words than you did normally. And you like, know, and you have like, you have perspective and stuff. When did you learn that? Like you've, presumably you've only been spending your time going back and fighting Zod. You've never actually changed as a person in any way. Right. N nor have you like learned new words. It's just like, Ugh. but at the very least, it's not like dragged out. I right. appreciate that it's like, it's like, yeah, you will become your own worst enemy if you keep doing this. Okay. And then he dies. All right, fine. Right. Like, I was like, I was more willing to forgive it because it was so short. Well, it's just, you know, like, I really haven't thought too much about the like time travel. Oh like, no, it's not here. worth thinking and about. And admittedly, I'm going to really wait until Ethan sees this movie, and then we could all sit around and like talk about. That would be a great show. Could or could not work. Mm -hmm. Um, because like he he might actually have some thoughts on how this could or doesn't work. But like I'm like okay, so if you if Barry went back in time, then like this is then this is his new timeline. Yeah. But then like then Barry would have never gone back in time. Right. Like, I, I I was like I I feel like. The people who made this movie didn't want to think about it. They didn't want to think. Well, I think they're like time travel. Got it. It probably was Good enough. I mean, before all the crap, I bet it was tighter. I hope so. You know, it was a, it was a simpler like explanation for time travel. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, they they changed it two times. Mm -hmm. So like, it, none of it works. You know, it, it just and they don't care. Right. So it's just a mess. Uh, yeah, a the time bit. travel. It's it's not as yeah. Because like with Terminator or even Endgame, it's like I, all right, I can follow this, and and you know they they have their own rules. Mm -hmm. Although Endgame breaks it a lot more. Oh like, sure, Endgame doesn't even care. No, they don't. They don't. Uh, they, the, the writer and directors don't even know what they're fucking doing with each other. Not but uh, you know, at least with Terminator, I get it. He leaves. He's not like he's not part of that timeline anymore. Right. Uh, but this, they're not sure, and and you know, then like the spheres show up, and, and that, then the spheres, and then I'm like, okay, so we kind of chatted about this, and I was like. Are the spheres showing up because what happened is Barry and Barry and Barry 
weakened the time stream. Right. Like their their realities, like time walls. So chronal much. barriers. Yeah, chronal whatever. That other like multiversal universes are seeping in. It's, right. It has nothing to do with time. Right. Even though we were only talking about time yeah. and spaghetti. The whole movie is about time travel. And then they're yeah. like, multiverse. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right? Like, I have to assume that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know that DC has a multiverse. <laughs> or. Like, if you're not looking at the map. Yeah, yeah. Or you're just a moviegoer. What's what are you, you what are you supposed to you, think? Do you get that? Right. Do you get we've been talking about time and like in the, like I know. think that they are banking on the fact that other movies did all the work for them. Mm. They're like, you will get if you see planets mm-hmm. with with other movies on them mm-hmm. that those are multiverses. Right. Like you'll get it because they did it. Sure. Sure. Because they did not because like I think that uh I think in the Michael Keaton spaghetti metaphor, he says it's a multiverse when all the timelines get all intersected and stuff. Does he? And it's like, okay. yeah, I think he says multiverse Fair. in that. And I'm like, all right, I, I think I understand where it's like if you must muck with I feel time like enough. You needed spaghetti or meatballs in there. Though. Yeah, you did. For those to be the planets. <laughs> but like for me, the 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 big takeaway for me was that like I'm like, you took planet, you t- you you put incursions in your movie before Secret Wars. They've been setting up incursions in this like they, new they, phase, they, they, they and, they, and they were just like, "No, we're doing incursions now." Uh, but yeah, I was like, "Okay." Um, the the Superman in the room, uh, the George Reed. It, it was so weird. It was weird how selective they were about which movies to look at. Right, and also weird at which oh and how they portrayed them and how they portrayed them and then the universes that surrounded them like the george reeves one also had um uh, jay garrick in it right right I and it's think? also like and there's a guy who like was playing jay garrick that was like that's not me or there it was it was really weird that like they had a jay garrick in there that he's in his own speed force or he's in his own bubble running and like but he's, he's also doing time stuff. and like who is he and why is he there like and and I'm like, I don't know who that's supposed to be, but I don't know what actor it is because he's so small. But and I'm like, wait, are you indicating that the George Re- George Reeves um like universe yeah. is where like the um was it JSA? Yeah, is right. Yeah, I guess. But uh, to what end? Like they just wanted to show they wanted to show they could make they a 3D show they George show, Reeves. They want to show George Reeves and they show Christopher Reeves. Mm-hmm. We skip over Ralph. Yes, and instead we just put Nick Cage in. Uh, right, and I was like, which is arguably the best like tacked on cameo teaser inside baseball joke I've ever seen in a movie. I've, it's a I could not believe it. To put in so there. niche. It was neat. It was so niche. We saw Kevin Smith live and someone spoiled that for us in the theater yeah. a month before the movie came out. And Kevin couldn't be less interested in it. It just, I was shocked to hell how not how, like he, he wept openly when he was when when Stan had a Mallrat script in his hands in the Captain Marvel movie, and then they did the scene that was like arguably the the like what sold those okay evening with Kevin Smith DVDs that was how he made his money for a while like sure. we did college tours they made DVDs of them that's like a big chunk of his revenue for a big span of time, and it's like that story is what sold those seat those DVDs right that's that's a big part of his life is like the giant spider story. It, it it's it has virality on TikTok today, and it was it was made twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and like they were like, "How'd you feel about that?" And he's like, eh. "Yeah." He's like, "That's cool, I well, guess." And, and like, it's like and that wow, was those, that was one of those sequences where I was like, "We 
We're doing. We he's really, fighting, and he's fighting the giant spider, and presumably in the third act. And we're in the third act. We're in the third uh, act of this movie. movie. Yeah. So yeah, we gotta have spider. We gotta like, we gotta have him fight a giant spider. In the third but like it's that's that to me. I was like, that was a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> it was money that could have gone into fixing some babies early on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I don't know how much money that took, but I was also like, you know, for less money. And if you didn't want to do the Brandon, they're like, no, we don't want to acknowledge those. Fine. Right. Even you, though we did in the shows. You literally could have instead made one of these multiverses the Justice League animated. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. Yeah, you want to show how awesome you are at making 2D into 3D? Show me the Timverse. Like, 3D. I, I, that would have gotten me. Yeah. That would have gotten me 100%. And they could have actually reacted to what's going on instead of all the deep fakes that were just kind of like standing there <laughs> just, just not looking at anything. Like, yeah, that's everybody. Yeah. You've got them all then. Yeah, you could have had everybody looking through a big stupid hole in the wall. But yes, yes, the Timverse, hell, the Teen Titans go. No, but you got to have justice. They got to be Batman, Superman. Oh, I know, but I'm saying like. But oh, that's right. I'm sorry. We also have the Adam West one. Yeah, the Adam West one's there. Like, they don't even react. It's like, just that okay. they're there. I was like, wait, we have Superman, 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 and a Batman. Yeah, one Batman. One Batman. And it's like, and he doesn't even react. He's just, he's just there. You just hear him talking about anything else. And it's just like, what is it that? Was, it was strange. Yeah. And then it, I thought it was even stranger at the end because like, I don't know how much Barry could actually see from his perspective. Oh my God. Universes. I feel so bad. You know, they were just standing there like, look there, look left. No, look but you know, right. I mean like how close they could see the like, right, like people I, from those universes because at the end he's talking about how like, no, but there was like all these Batman and like they were like, and there's the post credit scene. He's like, yeah, and, he's like and they Aquaman. were all different. And I'm like, but so you all, the, all the Superman were all different too. Yeah. And there was a different Flash. Yeah. Like there was a different Supergirl. Right. Like, well, they shot that later and he didn't like at that point, they're like, well, who cares? Don't just, just ad lib your line. I guess so. But yeah, baffling. It, and, uh, and, and, you know, again, borderline ghoulish, if not over the line ghoulish to like, Let's not put Brandon Routh in here, who is literally replacing George, like uh, Christopher Reeve in this movie. Uh, let's just resurrect Christopher Reeve, and, and and to no effect. Like the audience didn't react in my in our theater. Mm -mm. It, it looked awful. It was in poor taste. Nobody asked for it. Nobody wanted it. Which just says to me, because like again, like the only other thing we we were when at that at that party, all the Batmobiles mm -hmm. and Superman costumes from the first movie. Mm. Oh, and. The Arnold Schwarzenegger costume from Batman and Robin. <laughs> Thank you. Like, uh, we got it. But like, that's what they had. They were yeah. like, but that's what they were proud of. That's what they were proudest of, right? This is like, damn it. That's they were just like, no, the thing that the biggest successes in this universe that we can ever pat ourselves on the back on are the Superman movie and Batman, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And so we're gonna we're gonna put, we're gonna put them on screen, make you look at them. They're gonna look at you, and it's like, okay, so you know, Supergirl was a really bad movie, right? Like, but, oh. but there she is. Behold. Yeah, but like, but it's awful. It's all, it's, it's so awful that like they made a worse Superman sequel after that and they didn't put her in it. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. They take the thing off the, yeah, no, it, it the, it, anyway. So it's like, it, it's, it's weird. There is a real movie in here. There is. And I, and I, we, and didn't, he, we didn't even get a chance to mention this, but like the, the actress who plays Iris, I feel really bad for her. I feel like she is like something, she could have an interesting character that is a, a, a big part of the Flash's character. She is. She's his wife. Their, their relationship. Yeah. 
and like she's just given nothing. She has nothing to do. She she's nothing. I feel to bad. Do. She is like the other. You know, what she immediately reminded me of the actor in the Chip and Jail, Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. There's a there's a young cop who like teams up with them. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know she's it's surrounded by car. She's not. She has to yeah. look at the golf ball and laugh. You know, like there's nothing there, and mm -hmm. you can feel just like no reaction. It's like poor uh, Rosario Dawson in, Bat in Men in Black too. She's just like on the light. That's it. We know she's a great actor, but you see her or yeah. Natalie Portman and friggin' uh, all the all the prequels. Yeah, but like, like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Nothing to do. Nothing to do. She's just like I'm in the movie, and I'm then I the leave because this is like a, a, a box to check that this is a character that has to be in the flesh. Well, and she didn't and need like, to be in the movie at all. Like she doesn't need to be in the movie at all. But like they know that like some element of these movies is also lo a love interest. Mm -hmm. So let's put her in it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. maybe she had more to do in the original cut, which we'll never see. But like, you know, at that and and she's so difficult to extricate because she's in scenes where he comes to epiphanies. But like, I feel bad for her. You're right. Yeah, like, she, I really she had do. nothing to do. I do. I, 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 and I don't think that that is at all like yeah. her, like you know what her activity is. It's not like they just got someone who can't act. It's just like. No, I have nothing. What am I right. supposed like, to do? Don't don't blame her. I mean, like you know what? Give her another shot. Like watch her in some other movie and tell and then tell me if she's terrible or not. Like, no, is there some that are you know? There's some actors. I don't think who, she is. I honestly don't. I don't, I don't I know. Don't think so. I think she's had other projects. I'm sure. I'm saying like I was just like oh right, okay. but this was not one of them. Yeah. Um. Oh, initially I also wanted to say like I thought it was kind of neat, mm -hmm. and I don't know if it felt the same for you. Sure. But like, like having Michael Keaton's Batman, not him actually doing it. Yeah. But like fighting more like a modern in a modern movie yes like seeing the type of modern fighting yeah that with, you would not have seen right well because he's not physically in any of those scenes well no of course not and but it's like but it's so obvious fighting style back when they made his movie right so i was like oh that's 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 neat i think that's cool i agree yeah no it was a neat like well it, it, there was an opportunity there to show you something really cool and yeah i, I don't know if they achieved it but it is there and yeah like again it's like but you're doing it to just get me excited and you're not doing it for any story purpose and and if you do it in this bad movie you'll never do it again no so like i'm never gonna get like another batman movie like it's you know like at the end of the day just just go make another batman movie like you want to make you 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 really that excited about batman 89 just make batman 4 and just requel it. Like, just do a just do a Routh where it's like uh, Superman Returns undoes Superman three and four. Well, Batman Triumphant or whatever you make in the next one uh, undoes Batman Forever and well, now, and and, and Robin. now it would be confusing because now people are going to be like, Wait, well, what multiverse is, he, is this? Is he the Batman from right. the Tim Burton verse or is he Batman from here? Like, they, yeah. like he died. No, like yeah, he died or, or did he? Because like we undid it. Now he never did that. So like, is he in another universe? What version of that is that? Don't think too hard about but, it. Because that's the thing, right? Because it's like, he's doomed to die as long as we fight Zod. But now, does Zod even show up in this universe? Because it's presumably the same world well, you're and, on. And does, like, you know, because that's a, yeah, because it should be a time shift only. Yes. You know, all those multiverses. So it's not like it exists someplace else. See, so this like... is the problem. Like, because if you want, and, and, and I don't want to hear it, and I know I will anyway, where it's like, <laughs> don't even think about it. Why, are you, why do you think it's so hard about it? Because they put it in the movie. Like, if you want me to not care about it, don't put it in there. If you don't want, if you want me to care about it, then put it in there. Like, well, because like some movies like are like not about that, not about that, and some movies are are meant to, to be like, listen, you can think about it if you want, but like really, you're here to see actions and and visuals and like over right? the top, whatever. But then other films like this one are like, we put all this stuff in here that 
include time travel, which people will think about. Yeah, and so part it, of the fun of time travel movies is thinking about yeah. it. Like, they don't make the Lone Pine Mall at the end of Back to the Future because you're not thinking about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But also, it's not the same thing as going like, hey, uh, and you're watching Winter Soldier, and you're like, well, wait a minute, what, which gem is happening? Like, th that's not that kind of movie, right. you know? Even though it's in that same universe. I also want to say that, like, I simultaneously appreciated it and thought it was, like, poor form to have Barry, like, older Barry, when he loses his powers, do, like, his flash run. And I was like, I get it. That is technically, like, you're doing a thing. You're making fun of the thing, you're, right? You're like, that's how he looks in the comics, because how is an artist going to draw a No, no, no. Well, they're making fun of himself. Well, he is, but, like, I assume that he's doing, like, that that the they're doing that, mm -hmm. because that's how Barry's depicted in the comics. Like, yes. it's always big, ridiculous gestures, yeah. right? Like, it's almost like how a swimmer swims. Sure, yeah. Which I just realized that the other day. I had to, like, film something about somebody <laughs> swimming. And I, like, for the first time, I realized, I was like, when I swim, I just use my arms. They're, like, using their whole body. Well, that's like, because drive, well, we've been making right? fun of him like, doing that forever because he, because they look stupid doing it. Right. Like, but, his whole, like, like he's like he has weights in his, in yeah, his but like hands. if you look at how they draw it, I'm like, I guess I get where you got that from. So yeah. it was like sometimes I'm like, okay, you're making fun of this, but you're choosing to do. But it's a flash movie. Like you can't make a flash movie where it's like, look how cool he is by his toy, and also go look at him look like an idiot. Like that. What? Yeah. Uh, overall, I mean, like you know, d don't see this in theaters. But I, like, but most of you chose not to anyway yeah, because like, based I, on the box office I guess revenue, I would say. If you're a DC fan, right, if you love this shit and you love this stuff, then go see. Then absolutely, right. go see it. In, in absolutely, theaters. yeah, like, yeah, go for it. Like right? if that's your thing, then go for it. If you're looking to save some money, you don't need to. And, It'll be and, on whatever yeah, app. And like this is like something that you're like maybe on the fence about. Mm -hmm. Fine. If a bunch of friends are like, hey, let's go see a movie. Yeah, catch a matinee fine. with your friends and watch. Like you know, like I, we saw it. Yeah. And you know, I didn't like despised it i wasn't like i wasn't Ooh. seething in the theater either no like at all i was just kind of like oh okay what a what a big miss mm. Mm, little, little bit. a couple moments where i was like whoa there's a movie in here yeah yeah there was i okay there was a moment that hit for me but it was very specific to me and mm -hmm. i recognized that i was like i don't think this is hitting for anybody else but like the movie did get me right and it's it, rare those it, movies do that it got me not like, like that they get you but that they talk for, about anything like, I like was that just like ooh okay yeah okay movie yeah okay yeah right yeah so so i i, I will admit that yeah it, it definitely got me in the feels at one exactly. point for sure but here's your here's your thing don't listen to anybody uh from warner brothers about this movie right because they're lying uh here's the truth it doesn't matter it has no bearing on the new universe it is not the first universe. And what's worse is Blue Beetle is the first movie and it was made back then. So it's set in that universe. So it's going to be even more freaking confusing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it didn't cost as much and there's probably fewer references. But at least Batman has been established. Just you don't need to have a scene where Billy Batson's holding the battering. That's clearly from Ben Affleck's universe. Like Shazam's a, a tougher nut to crack. Blue Beetle probably isn't. Mm -hmm. But Blue Beetle is technically the first movie in the new DCU. Right. Right. And like, and this movie is not right. And like, we talked about marketing. Like, what do marketers do for a living? Right. They lie. They sell. <laughs> they sell things to you. Like, oh, yes. I see. I'm sorry. That's their job. But like, their gonna, job is they're to going sell. to look at things in like a cracked mirror version of it to like to push it out there to yes. you. And 
people like I like we're I'm gonna judge Gunn based on the next movies he makes, not based on what he said about this movie. Like yeah. I, I'm not I don't feel betrayed by him, like you know, at all. But like he's working for his new boss. How many of you are, are gonna go tell your boss like, hey, the thing you made sucks? Yeah, this is horrible. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I'd like to keep working here, so right. I'm probably gonna sugarcoat it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, unless gonna, your I'm job gonna, is to be or real. I'm gonna play ball. Like it could, yeah. like we don't know contractually what he's like allowed to say or not say. Um, so if you want to see it on your own and make your own choices mm-hmm. or make your own decisions about it, go for it. And yeah. if you love it, fine. That, that, that's completely yeah. okay for you to love this movie. But I, if I, you do, if you watch gun talk about it, it's really funny to see him like work around it where he's like, this is a great movie that we got that I didn't make and had nothing to do with that. We inherited that they made that is coming out that we're, that we're releasing, but I didn't make and have nothing to do with it. We inherited it. And I think it's great, but it didn't, it, but we didn't make it. Like yeah. just in case it does what it did, where it failed commercially and also conceptually. Yeah. But yeah, so uh there you have it. Uh let's come into a couple of super chats let's really quick. Let's do that. Um I think we're gonna end up talking more about the movie anyway, because I because think people are gonna ask super questions. Chats about are gonna do about that. No question. Uh, uh keep going. I think it's I think it's Nick Smith. I think it's Nick Smith as well. Who says, as much as I wanted to hate the movie, I adore Keaton and Supergirl. I also loved seeing my dad get excited over George Reeves Aww. and Jay Garrick as Flash. There you go. That's awesome. That's nice. I'm That's glad. Nice. That's what it's there for. It's all it's all it's there for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent Jago didn't love the flash thought it was a bad movie, but Hey, that's just me. Also Craven doesn't look amazing. Aren't we over the shirtless shots? <laughs> no, apparently not. No, we'll never get over it. Ray <laughs> far. Don't say it. Cause I don't want it to get demonetized. All I can think it was Morty. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. He's got those, uh, those things. <laughs> Ray far does flash fall on bubes in this movie. Yay or nay. No, he doesn't. No, he does not. Uh, Pectus says, uh, ending really got me emotionally, but Ezra's acting never blew me away. There are scenes where I laughed out loud. It is horrible delivery, both versions. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, there was some rough uh, delivery of lines. There are some lines where I felt like they were clearly reshoots because, like, the actors just maybe weren't in the same headspace as they were in the previous scene. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Trevingsley, uh, I can't believe I liked The Flash as much as I did. It's got its problems, the CGI, but it's my favorite DCU movie. That's fine, too. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. No, I'm not. Yeah, I don't want to take it away from you. Uh, Bear Farmer, uh, don't ask how I know this, but seeing the movie in low quality as if the screen was being recorded by a camera, <laughs> it got me past the CGI and made the Keaton stuff feel like an uneven uh, or an unseen Batman VHS from 92. Oh. Yeah, maybe that's the way to do it. The, no. this, this movie will find its new life on VHS. Uh, Pecked us back to say, I really tried not to think about Ezra's crimes going into it and worked except for the baby scene. I couldn't help thinking about that horrible baby story. Fair enough. I'm not going to get into it. Jose, how is his father being at the house preventing Reverse Flash from killing Nora? They literally dodged anything about who killed her. They sure did because they yeah. didn't want to talk about it. That wasn't what the movie was about. Yep. Uh, it, it drives me that that was the thing. I was like, why aren't okay, we that's doing like this? Kind of a big part of who Barry's character is. Yes. And then the, and, and then they have the audacity to talk later where they're like, oh, no, Professor Zoom is going to be in the sequel. I'm like, uh the panda extreme do we first do we think the first flash movie would be better if it was just a jay carrick and barry meeting and then setting up a flashpoint for a sequel i would love that i think a flash two worlds just take your time measure it out like you know it's not too dissimilar from that no way home spider meets two Mm spider-men they fight some bad guys they do save the universe or multiverse or whatever but Mm -hmm. like that's who gives a crap your eyes glaze over at that point but like it's about them teaching him or reiterating the lesson that he learns directly from mm-hmm. Aunt May. 
X to first seven. Uh, two things I appreciated is that it's a refreshing and great take on the origin story trope. We talked about that a little I bit. I assume it's Christopher. He's like, it could be, yeah, Cross. Yeah, Chris Cross. Also, I liked how the opening scenes got me JLTAS vibes with Ezra being a mix between Barry and Wally. He totally is. No, it, absolutely. Like, that's, they are trying to, like, well, because they don't, because nobody knows who Barry is. Because Barry is like a straight shooting cop. You know, Barry didn't have a personality until after Wally West handed it over to him. Uh, Bryce, Harriet, uh, Tiffany, the Flash fans, except your sympathy. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, again, I don't want to make it, I've, I don't want to speak for anyone. No, exactly. I, I just was like, that's a shame. Pect <laughs> uh, uh, an island full of Amazons. He could have asked for help. Uh, or who could have at least told him there was Wonder, where Wonder Woman is. He didn't even care to look who killed his mom. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Yeah, we don't address any of that. No. Yeah, no, he could have checked. Well, he he Googles her. It's it's ter- it's actually a fun scene, but like it doesn't make any sense. This whole one. Yeah, he doesn't know where she is. I no. Guess. Yeah. Uh, fear and loathing in general. This film is a mess. It's definitely a mix of everything DCEU from 2015 to now. PR desperately focused on Batman. Horrid CG still loved it. Yeah, I have a feeling the PR is doing that too because the guy who directed this is going to be making a Batman movie. They need so him they to want like it to feel pretty like. Oh no, but we're no, all no, part of some family. Don't think about the flash parts of it. Think about the Batman. Think about the parts. stuff you liked. Yeah. Uh, Harishi Venkatesh, uh, did you think? It was weird when the Ezra's said the lyrics to Barbie Girl during the fight. Feels like they would have needed a needle. They needed a what they wanted a needle drop, but even that would have been weird and out of place with no setup. He does say it's weird in that they reference it. I think earlier, I don't remember. Yeah, it might have been because we saw the Barbie trailer in the movie, and that was weird. Um, I think they just. I think they didn't want to pay to use the song. I I guess it, it did seem strange. Uh, Dante Cook, Tiffany, what is your opinion regarding Sasha uh, Kaye playing Supergirl in the what in the Roman of Tomorrow adaptation? Do you think she will bring something re- uh, re- rememberable? Uh, she seems like she will. There's no guarantee or confirmation that Sasha Kaye will be Supergirl in the Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow movie. But if we were to assume that they liked her performance well enough or they like working with her enough that they were like, yeah, uh, she will play a multiversal version of her another version of her so like and i think that's what they're going to need to do to establish is like how this whole thing works yeah like if we're going to be in a different universe will it be the same person will that tether it to this movie i think that's something that they're going to really be looking at for sure in terms of if i'd be happy with her i didn't get enough of her supergirl um uh characterization in this Mm -hmm. to, to make that kind of um judgment call yeah i don't really have an opinion one way or the other i just didn't get enough of her supergirl woman of tomorrow is a very different character from this version of supergirl she does have that rage but it's quiet it's understated well it's from a different place it's from a very different place um and and so like it's difficult for me to look at the time we had with her on screen and go like she can handle this movie right i have no idea i don't i don't know her as an actress Mm -hmm. at all um and i don't really know her supergirl in this version of it you have to throw all that out right in my opinion you have to throw all of that out that she worked on here and and start over from scratch for this other version of supergirl so uh danby 900 henry allen would have gotten off if he saved a receipt and if there were cameras at the cash register the the uh the can was pretty flimsy with just one camera. Yeah, I guess that yeah. actually is true. Like they they would have had multiple cameras, some sort or, of receipt or yeah, absolutely something. I mean, it was a grocery store. Have gotten that immediately. You or... paid with. There's no way you paid in cash. Yeah. Yeah. Do they live in a city? Were there any cameras anywhere? Yeah. Like, didn't like were there like he had to pay for it? Right. Didn't the like did they have self checkout? Right. Or was there a person there? Yeah. Wouldn't the person be able to corroborate? Yes. Don't think about. Uh, don't these think about that. Did, these they don't care. Watch, like you know, Law and order. shows with their mom. Ali <laughs> Elziati. Uh, the way I interpret Keaton in the movie was that eighty nine universe merged or overlapped like spaghetti with the new timeline and then unmerged at the end of the movie. Just my guess. That's a cleaner way to explain it. Just like yeah, uh, multi. If you mess with time, you will blend the mul- You will blur the multiverse. 
All right. Back to back. Sp- uh, Spider-Verse 1 had the great alternate movie jokes in the background of this uh, POS movie needs to stop. The story for tattoo jokes, one guy disagreeing is enough. That's fair. Uh, Ray Farr, nostalgia is nice, but don't put something in it just for me to point and go, ooh, the 90s X-Men theme in, 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 the, in, in Multiverse of Madness and CGI Chris Reeves are the most annoying to me. The thing that killed me about the song in Multiverse of Madness is that now they can't use it. It's, for me, it's, that's always the problem. It's like when you waste it, you that's what the word means. Like you can't open your next X-Men movie with an orchestral animated scene or animated series theme like like you did with the spider-man theme you know mm-hmm. like i got that moment i got that yeah. where i'm watching spider-man homecoming and i hear that by michael giacchino i think doing the this beautiful orchestral score of a 60s dumbass theme <laughs> and i'm like oh it's happening x-men i mean they're probably gonna do it but like sure they, they did it already mm-hmm. it's undercut by a fake version of charles xavier ray far just my opinion of course no hate to the other people fair enough uh, anarchic arachnid i think ray fisher dodged a bullet if this is the movie uh and hope sasha gets picked up for the upcoming supergirl flick there you go she's gotten a lot of love no that's fair and like again that's just my opinion that i don't feel like i got enough of her yeah because that movie that book means a lot to me i know and so like for me i'm like no this, this get it right the actress needs to be able like to understand mm-hmm. that story Absolutely. and where that character's coming from and it's not coming from the same place that this supergirl was coming from Agreed. as long as she can get that that's fine with me right uh nage romulus did you guys ever check out sweet tooth 2 no no not uh, yet. we're watching that, we're watching ted lasso season three and uh yeah, yeah. No, no spoilers alziati <laughs> the movie didn't reset anything or set up any future for dc it's unclear what is canon in the gunverse maybe it should have been hard reboot i think in the gunverse it is a hard reboot i think i think the way they're looking at it is like watch blue beetle like it's a brand new universe with n- and you don't know who the flash is mm-hmm. you don't know Right, like just watch Blue Beetle, like it's a brand new universe that is introducing you, and they're making fun little references, like they're going to talk about Batman. Yeah, who Batman is? Don't think about that. Yep, just be like, oh, Batman, haha. The way that like George Clooney said, this is why Superman works alone in Batman and Robin. Like, mm-hmm. don't think about it, you know, or like the Wayne satellite of Man of Steel. Don't think about who Batman is. Just enjoy the Blue Beetle if it's good. Right, and then think that's the first movie. Mm-hmm. That's the way they want you to think about this, it. This, this, this next super chat, I think is my favorite comment of the show. Oh, the evil mathematician who says, my four-year-old daughter just told me Dr. Doom was a doctor of doom. Wanted to share that. That's fantastic. He specializes in doom. He does. <laughs> I'm looking for a specialist. Oh, well, then you need Dr. Doom. <laughs> I don't oh. want just a general practitioner of doom. No. I need a specialist. That's right. That's why he didn't spend seven years in medical school to be called Mr. Doom. Uh, Girk Pectus, uh, I was so scared they were going to bring back Jack Nicholson's Joker in some stupid cameo where he somehow survived. Or even worse, worse Pfeiffer married Batman. I would have been very okay with Pfeiffer being in this movie. Yeah, it would be fine. Uh, Kenneth Kelly, uh, Crawley Jr. Hey, Sal and Tiff. Love you guys. Love you too, Kenneth. Thank you so much. Have not seen it, but was shocked that no Arrowverse in this movie at all in either cameos or in the multiverse scene. I too was surprised, but like not too surprised, but like very surprised when I saw what slim pickings there were in the multiverse. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta make a Kevin Smith joke movie or universe, but we will, but never will we show you Mm -hmm. that those shows, uh, Girk Pectus, good riddance to Snyderverse won't miss it. Fair enough. I, I hear you. Uh, Christopher. Thank you, Tiff. It is Christopher. Yes. Nice. <laughs> and Ali Alziati, we are keeping Waller and Peacemaker at least. So technically not a hard reboot. I hear you. That's right. Yes, that's true. 
uh, I saw. Well, I guess it'll depend too the way in which they handle it. They could just be like, no, Peacemaker only craps over there. Yeah, yeah. Or or that they're like, it's it's the same actors, they're just different versions. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, the, the same way that you were fine with knowing that Joker was dead, even though George Clooney was Batman. Right. Or they could be like, if we're making this a multiversal thing, they're like, Waller is the same in every universe. Exactly. It's the same Waller. It doesn't matter. Except for the Green Lantern movie. Except for that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw what's it called? Um, D- James Gunn said something like, when they were explaining, they were like, "How are you going to explain the Peacemaker thing?" And he said, "Wait and see." And that's tr- that's code for I have no effing <laughs> idea. Um, yeah, they did not see Pattinson. No, he was not in that movie. Uh, okay, so let's talk about some comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Nightwing 105 is coming out. Yay, I like this book. Batman Superman World's Finest 16. Wonder Woman 800. I'm going to check this out. I did have my comic book store re- uh, pre-order it, but they are not ordering new books, so I got to find a new comic book store. Superman number five is coming out. Great series. You got to check that out. And hey, if you like Superman or Josh Williamson or both, check out this channel, Combo Returns, tomorrow for a brand new episode of All Stars where Josh and I talk all about his process. You want to learn about writing? You want to know how comic books are being made? You want to learn how Josh Williamson works out his books? Or if you want to hear us talk about Spider-Verse, then you definitely want to check out that episode. Uh, Titans number two is coming out. That's going to be a good one. I'm going to read Avengers number two. We'll see how that goes. I'm not terribly excited. Ultimate Indignation is coming from Jonathan Hickman. You have to read this one as well. Oh, shit, I do. Yay. Oh, no, I do. Oh, no. The Incredible Hulk number one is coming out. I don't know how that happened, but here it is again with a new reboot for The Incredible Hulk. Who's the team Uh, on that one? uh, uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson. Oh, and Nick Klein. That's a great combo for a lot of people. I'll read the first issue and see how it goes. Uh, The other thing is I read, I thought I read Superboy Man of Tomorrow. I thought that came out already. But maybe I didn't. Number three? Yeah, but it's out this week, so I like that book. It's fun. You'll enjoy it if you like that kind of thing. It's, it's it, yeah, it's just good. What about you, Tiffany? Uh, I'm just clicking through some things right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll go back down. Uh, Saga number 65 is coming out. Enough said. Yep. That's that's what I'll be reading next week. Mm-hmm. No. Um, X-Force number 41. Um, I, I, I don't know how much I'll be on X-Force for right now. This is one of those books I've dipped in and out of. I don't know why. Like, every once in a while, I'm, like, all in on X-Force. And then I'm like, okay, enough of X-Force for right now. Yeah. It is a Quentin Quire story. I thought we were going to be getting more uh, Colossus in this, but it seems like um, Gillen is tackling more of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm very interested in finding out how Colossus gets out of this scenario mm-hmm. that he is in. Um, so I'll follow that anywhere. I, I don't know why that's like such a thing yeah. for me. Um, I, I have fallen off of the Steve Orlando Scarlet Witch, um, yes. but there's an annual coming up. So this might be an opportunity for me to jump back on. Yeah. I also have like a straight issue sitting at home. You do. Physical. Oh, and uh, Hot Agatha. That's canon. She's officially just going to be Hot Agatha from now on. Everything we've ever wanted. She says, now I look as young as I feel. That's a real quote. Awesome. Um, I uh, definitely need to catch up on Bone Orchard ah. stuff, but there's another Bone Orchard mythos coming out. This one's The Tenement. Uh, it's Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino on art for that. So really good uh, team up there. So if you're looking, if you like the Bone Orchard stuff or you like Jeff Lemire. Would you like stuff? to go to the Bone Orchard? I mean, who doesn't want to go to the Bone Orchard? Um, made a little song about that one. Danny Ketch, Ghostwriter number two. It's coming out, written by Howard Mackey. Uh, so, you know. So, you know, I'll be reading that. I just saw that down here. It's pretty far yeah. down. Those of you who say that comics today are not as good as they were 35 years ago, prove it yeah, by making this the number one book. Because listen, Howard, it doesn't get any more 
35 years ago for Marvel Comics than having Howard Mackey write a comic book. That is that is 100% accurate um, because, I mean, you know. And it hasn't changed. Nope. So, you know. Nope. So, so you must be loving this, folks. I, I would hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely reading it. I feel like I need to catch up with Betsy Braddock, but I haven't jumped into that. But I haven't. I just haven't. And I definitely should because of, you know, fall of action Life. coming up. Because no, I meant because I, I just would like to, you know, catch That's up fair. on that. But yeah. there's a bunch coming out sure all is. over the place. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and somebody asked, yeah, Starship Hulk is over. It's over. It's... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, that's it. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for uh, patronizing our uh, wares here at Comic Pop Returns and Comic Pop Prime. If you want more, subscribe to youtube.com slash Comic Pop or Comic Pop Returns and or Comic Pop Returns. Follow us on twitch.tv slash Comic Pop to see Tiffany do streams. And of course, we will see you guys next week with an all new episode of Off the Rack. I am Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Thanks a lot for watching. So long, everybody. Bye.